everybody back into the swing of things. Last time on Pathfinder, we were trying to save Martella. We launched our attack on the Dignified Repository. We went in with the help of Valeros and Mauricio, and they're interesting. But they did their job. They drew away a lot of the guards and allowed the party to get inside undetected. They did not remain undetective for more than what I'm going to say is a cool five minutes uh, before they realized that there was still enough guards inside, enough cultists of the Brotherhood of Silence, enough of these, uh, I guess not really cultists, because they're like a religious cult. It's, I mean, they're kind of a religious cult. It's the the, uh, the halfling god of assholes, as he's been referred to. Now they all worship him. It's kind of a religious cult. But they're just like knifey dudes. There were enough knifey dudes around. Now, they weren't able to get very far without having to start an attack. And they had the advantage of striking from the shadows while the guards were unaware. That unfortunately did not help them out very much. It devolved pretty quickly into a drawn-out fight against all the forces the Brotherhood of Silence had in the warehouse and their leader, a fetchling bard. Now, the good news is that the party is pretty good at a straight-up fight, and they held their, their own fairly well, fighting off the waves of attacking assassins as they were pulled from their various corners of the warehouse and making their way up the stairs to take down Mr. Smiles himself, who was leading the defense. They captured him alive, Thanks in part to his own cowardice as he tried to escape the fight as he got low and just blend in with the dead bodies staring across the warehouse floor. And after a brief but somewhat enlightening interrogation, the party learned that Martella's safe house still remained below them. Down one of the false exhaust pipes that pierced through the main office up above. So we are over here, and I'm still just going to leave it on this scene. And, let, and, and my plan, and chat, let me know your feedback on this one, because again, we are we're trying new things here. My plan is to leave it on this scene, unless we're like literally in combat. Because even here, like the map's not super important, it's just kind of a backdrop, I don't see any reason for it to be up over on this like full screen thing but if you would rather me do this while we're just hanging out here yeah let me know so you guys have just learned that you needed to go here in order to access the safe house you'd opened it up you'd found the secret hatch you'd looked down and seen a ladder descending down into the darkness according to mr smiles martella and wasilka are down there Well, <clears throat> I suppose I'm going to go on ahead and hoist up Mr. Smiles on his improvised backpack. Mr. And, Smiles uh, is only technically, but still conscious. Yeah, that's what matters. And you did make a, watch. you did kind of make a, a rig to carry him with. And I believe we left off in deciding what we wanted to do descending down. Because I know you wanted to bring Mr. Smiles, and I think Nori did not want to bring Mr. Smiles. We I were don't deciding think... what to do. 
Yeah. I don't think leaving him here is smart, because if someone comes along and frees him, then we have to deal with him again. But I also yeah, don't want to kill perfect. a captive. Let's touch on that for a second there, Nell. Where do you get the, the, the choice matter? How much experience do you have doing this? About as much as the two of you. I don't think any of us are familiar with these guys. That is incorrect. I've been training for this job almost my entire life. My dad was a legend at it. Yeah, sure, I'm new to doing it by myself for only a year. By myself. I've been trying to work with you guys. You've almost got me killed like three times already. Okay? You're taking this shit way too cavalier. Look around you, man. There's dead bodies everywhere. And you're ready just to jump down this tunnel with this guy on your back into the next conflict. I'm sorry, but... Baylor, if Dara, the next one of them who comes into harm's way, if it comes to saving them or you, it's not going to look good for you, man. You need to be learn how to become a team player here and take this shit seriously. Now, my opinion is we leave Smiles out here bound and gagged. He can't do anything to anybody and won't get in our way when we're going to deal with the threat at hand. Uh, speaking of smiles, as he's here, halfway slung up onto Nell's back, the smile itself is just growing as he watches this conflict. He is gagged. He, yeah, he can't, he can't say anything, but you can still see him like smiling around the gag. He can't talk, obviously. That's why he's just smiling. I mean, there's this room over here we could leave him in if you're worried about somebody finding him and freeing him. Well, that is my main concern. And Anori, you do have a point with this. I, I know that I am obviously not experienced fighter. I, I know how to use my sword, but I simply see the threats and try to eliminate them. I'd, I'm not trying to put any of you in harm's way. It is merely just taking care of the issue in front of me. And I, I mean, I don't mean to come off like a bitch. I, I get it. I'm not the easiest one to get along with. Sure. But I can see it. Your heart's in the right place. I get that. You just need a little experience, a little a little training. We, we can we, we can work through this. Okay? Just, you got to think a little bit before you act. That's what I'm saying. Well, on the subject of Mr. Smiles... I still think bringing him with us is safer. We don't know who else might still be here. And if they find him and free him, he will be after us. I don't think it's a safe idea to leave him unsupervised. What do you think, Ben? I... If we're leaving him, I suggest, like I said, putting him in this room. I think there's risks either way. If we take him down and someone gets him away from us, we've got to deal with him down there. If someone comes by up here and gets him free and he follows after us, it could happen that way too. And uh, Dara... Dara speaks up briefly. And says, I understand the concern, but if we bring him with us, the threat of him 
becoming a danger is much greater than if we have left him behind. We do not know what is down there. All right, then. Let's take him with us. I suppose another thing for safety. I'm going ahead, Dara. He's like, hey. Perhaps I spoke backwards. I mean, we we leave him here. Regardless of his state, if he finds some way to uh, to speak while he is down below, anything we will encounter will become stronger. Oh, Dara, why didn't you say that in the first place? It's hard to understand you sometimes with that accent, I swear to God. All right, let's leave him up here. <laughs> All right, well, if we're going to leave him up here, let's at least got, uh, gather some boxes and block this door. Make it harder for anyone who wants to come up those stairs. And uh, with that, Dara would uh, sling his crossbow back. I mean, he would already just nod and kind of head down to start doing that. I'll go on ahead and... He would just jump on top of... Yeah, I'll go ahead and throw smiles into the room, quite literally. So you stash smiles in this small, almost closet here, down the southern end of the main office as Dara goes down to try and start collecting some of the smaller boxes, but about as large as he can get up the stairs to come and blockade the door with. And you are going to, I assume, close the door behind you. Absolutely. Let me do that real quick. We did check and make sure there was nothing in that room, right? Yes. You did check yeah, it's in. It's completely and empty. It's just a completely barren. Yeah, there's not even like furniture or anything. It is a blank, empty, like 10 foot by 10 foot closet space, basically. I thought so, just making sure. Yes, you did definitely check that one. <laughs> You're not throwing him in the mystery box. You have looked in that room. <laughs> oh, hey, there's knives all over the ground he can cut himself free with. Where'd those come from? <laughs> And so, after closing him off in there, I will go and assist Dara in collecting some of the heftier boxes. So the, uh, the two of you spend a little time hauling a a few boxes. I mean, it doesn't doesn't take many. Uh, probably three or four crates up here that you can just stack in front of the door. And you've got a, a relatively safe barricade that you don't need to be really, really worried about him getting through. You've now... Already, the door is closed. He's bound and gagged behind it. And he's well, got a I, I meant... good-sized stack of boxes. Oh, that door? Yeah, yeah that way wanted, anyone coming up anyone from getting up here at all. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, you can do that too. That also works. That box is going to expect him to get out of those ropes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting him to get out at all. I just don't want someone to get to him to help. Fair enough. So yeah, you're not, you're not super concerned about him both getting out and then also getting out of closet. The closet does not lock for what it's worth. You're not locking him in here. No, but I will certainly slide this desk is, in front of that door. Yeah, but he is definitely still fully bound and gagged and only barely conscious. And uh, at the moment, as you're stacking these boxes up, you don't even hear anything happening inside that room. Of course, that doesn't mean nothing is happening, but... It's a relatively safe assumption that he's not going to be going anywhere. 
He needs a nap. He needs He's a had nap. a long day. He's very tired. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go on ahead and push this desk over. I know you can't exactly move the desk. Yeah, I so can't like the desk, but I can't physically move the desk, but we'll go ahead and... Uh... The, yeah, the desk is in front it. of the, the thing now. Don't worry, I got this. I got this under control. It's about yay big, approximately. I just write... Yes. Got him. <laughs> that is the most desk thing I have ever seen. <laughs> That's the desk. The door does. That is a closet. The closet normally open inward or outward. I guess, yeah, it would open up into the room. Closets open outwards. Yeah, they, it would open outward. I just had to stop for a second because I was second guessing myself. But yeah, no, that would, that would be in the way of the door opening. So you move the desk over and you pile a bunch of boxes in front of the other door. So you are now also, well, I'll tell you about the box out of the way. It's mostly sealed in this room. It would take effort for someone to get in here from the outside. The easiest way in would be trying to find a way to climb up to the broken window that Smiles had smashed through in his desperate bid to escape. <laughs> but that it is worked. not going to be a whole lot easier than pushing over the crates behind the door. Though That's the whole point. Make it cost time. Make it difficult. We don't want him getting back into the fight easy. Exactly. And it certainly won't be. So with the so, room thus secured, what do? We're going down. What go do we first. want to do about the light situation? Um, well, there's enough lanterns for three of us, and two of you have magic, right? So, no point in trying to sneak anymore, I suppose. No, you took care of that for us. <laughs> I was expecting it to be a little simpler. They're harder to hit than I expected. So currently, you have, uh, I believe, Nell has a lamp on his hip for yes. lights. And that is it? Question mark? Yeah, but we also have this lantern right in front of us. You also have two light spells that aren't being used right now because you just have a regular lamp. That's all you have at the moment. Because we snuck in, no light, and there's kind of not been a chance to cast light. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, like, if somebody wants to cast light on somebody else, now is the time. I'll put it on myself. Right, so Nori is going to throw light on. Yeah, I'll get myself, too. Right, so everybody but Dara. And uh, I will leave it to you guys, because he's not here. Do you want Dara to carry a lamp as well? Might as well. Okay, so everybody has their own... Uh, Light. No reason for him not to be able to shoot efficiently in close quarters. I mean, if he's in close quarters and none of the rest of you are with your lamps, I think you have a much bigger problem than how much light Dar has available. Well, I mean, yeah, he comes from behind. Trying to sneak up on us, and he's got a good shot, but if he didn't have a lantern, they'd be in, like, low light or something. I mean, tactically, there's no reason for him not to have a lantern. Eh, fair. There's no reason not to. Might as well. Because we don't right, know so what we're you, going uh, into. You each assort uh, and prepare your own piles of light. Uh, you got two lanterns on piles of light. You're, you're on sources of light. I don't know where I got piles. <laughs> uh, pile of light. Nell and Dara both have lanterns on their belts, and Baylor and Nori both cast their own light spells on themselves. So now, Radiant, you are prepared to descend. 
So I think it's safe to say I'll be the one going down first. Can you, uh, after talk, you, you're going to be all right with this. You think it through, you get down there. Don't. I mean, no, there's not. It, it's safer for me to go down first. I know any of us can, but I have the, the heaviest armor. I think it'd be easiest for me to take any surprise attacks that might come at us. And now you're thinking. Congratulations. So, is there anything else you guys want to do? You have uh, Inori's shield spell would have expired by now because it only lasts for three minutes right now. So I'm gonna take that a uh, blue dot off of you. But uh, Baylor, of course, obviously would still have mage armor. Uh, just to double check, that's the only buff you guys have up right now, right? Just Baylor's mage armor. Yep. Okay. Um, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on another potion if somebody happens to have a spare. Do you want a potion for later, or do you want some healing right now? Uh, now, I suppose, if you right, happen to have As you look at him, he is uh, still a bit bloodied from the, the few strikes he'd taken from the knife fighters. They uh, capitalized on the blunder of his initial assault, and in the very beginning of that scuffle, got a few good hits in on him, and he's still clearly in a bit of pain, but it's not, like, not really slowing him down. I have one more Cure Light Wound scroll that I'm fairly consistent at activating. I suppose it's worth a shot. Can I assist with the use of a scroll? You cannot, no. You can try to do it yourself, but you can't assist with the use magic device check. Alright, let me see. Oh. <laughs> That was close. <laughs> you go, yeah, with a 32 total <laughs> result, though, yeah, you definitely can yeah. activate the Cure Light Wounds, because you can't fail to emulate the Divine ability now, so you cast Cure Light Wounds from the scroll onto that was, now. That almost landed on a 4 rather than really an 18, though. On a four. I, I love how D20s are laid out, because you have all these small numbers around the big numbers, so it's always a bit spooky, and now gets 4 health back from that free Very good. The scroll. I believe at that point I'd only have one visible wound. Yeah, you'd be mostly okay. Excellent. Well, I assume y'all will be right behind me. He'll say as he starts to hop onto the ladder. And he Let's starts do climbing down. The four of you descend down this ladder. I think it just continues down the pipe for a ways. Uh, some 40, 60, uh, 80 feet. Well, halfway down, just barely at the far end of uh, your light sources from above and below, you're able to just see the entrance to the office above you and the ground below you. So it's a little, a little under 80 feet to get all the way down the ladder onto the floor. As you reach the bottom the pipe from the exhaust cuts away and the ladder continues down a much rougher stone and dirt wall uh, a chamber that's been relatively roughly excavated and its walls are 
studded with the residue of an Apara long gone. Uh, bare scroll rods and bits of broken pottery and cobblestones. The chamber is not particularly large. But here you are. You can see the corner walls of a room clearly sticking out of the cavern on the just in the southwestern corner, but no immediately visible means of ingress. As you look for a second, however, you can fairly plainly see what would normally probably be a secret door, but it's left just a little bit ajar, making its presence somewhat obvious. I suppose no point in trying to hide our presence. Once we go in here, they're going to know we're here for sure. Still, let's As be no steps forward towards the door, you each, you hear a fine snap as his foot breaks a thin trip wire stretched, stretched across the ground in front of the obvious means of access. A javelin thrusts out from the gap in the door, spearing towards him and punching directly through his breastplate with uh. surprising force. You take 10 damage. Should have expected that. The push of the javelin thrusts the door further open, allowing you all to see uh, the room and hallway inside. No reels backwards at the uh, away from the tip of the javelin and the now hole beaten into his magical breastplate. Clearly, fairly injured. It hit him pretty hard. I'll hand him one of my cure lights to drink. That didn't look like it went so well. Well, I appreciate that. And you get three health out of the potion. It does little to dull the pain. And even less <laughs> for your now damaged fancy new breastplate. Get a little pissed off at these halflings and their traps. That's twice now. I suppose they're better on me than you guys, though. And I'm going to perception to see if there's another one on the other side of the door because I'm paranoid about traps at this point. So yeah, now now stopped having been stimmied by these similar door traps on two separate occasions from these Brotherhood of Silence just fortifications. Uh, this here and first the shower of uh, first the shower of daggers down the sub levels. It takes a moment to check. Uh, you see on the ground the tripwire that you had just broken was tied uh, between two very fine props uh, sticking out less than half an inch from the front of the doorway itself. And what remains of the broken wire on either side is thinner than a human hair. 
nearly imperceptible in the dancing light of a lantern. Uh, looking inside, though, you don't see anything similar. I do believe we're safe to at least step inside. And I will do just such. As you step into the building, you see it's fairly barren. Uh, there's no furniture in here, but only a few crates and barrels stacked into the otherwise empty corners. Uh, and a couple sets of very basic tools, hammers and hacksaws, nothing else. Hallways lead out to the west and the south. You want Dari? Dari usually go in front of Baylor or behind Baylor? Usually in front of Baylor, right? Baylor's uh, typically in the middle, aren't you? Yeah, I feel like he's been oh. behind me more often than not. Okay. So as the group, you slowly make your way into the room. You can see the situation here. There is an abrupt end to the hallway to the south. But it, from this side, is clearly the inside of another hidden doorway. Uh, this one closed properly. The hallway to the west you can't see around yet. So which way do you guys think we should uh, check out first? And I'll peek around the uh, the lip here. Not not actually like super moving over, just literally looking at the, just the hallway in front of me. And looking down, you can see that it appears to extend and uh, widen up not very far beyond. It seems to connect to some sort of room. But again, from here, you can't really see much of what. I'll uh, stand and try and get a better look, I suppose. As you step down, the light from your lantern washes over a common room. And you can smell, as you get close to this hallway, a faint stink of some amount of spoiled food stored within and you can see clearly visible on the table several plates just covered in scraps of rotten meat and spoiled vegetables that no one has bothered to clean up or put away the walls on the southern and northern ends are lined with cases and jars of preserved foods you can see another hallway leading out of the far western side of this what seems to be back through just hewn stone caverns into an even further equally well-lit room with a long meeting table and a door at the far end. But from here, you can't see a whole lot else. Uh, there are lanterns burning on the tables in each of these rooms, though, so they have been recently occupied. I'm going to uh, wave a nori over and point to the far, far door over here. Once a Nori can step down and see what I can see. Is it the left or the bottom one? Uh, you have to, you way have to over step here. Down. You have to step down here. Then you can see. There's a door, like, just straight across from us. Well, I mean, we're down here for a reason. I believe with that large table over there, that might be where we're trying to go. 
Watch out for more traps, though. These little fuckers <laughs> leave their stuff everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Should we check this, uh, whatever it may be below us? Yeah, I couldn't hurt. Take a look before we go in this room. So you uh, step down to the lower secret door here? Yeah, and I'm going to check it before I touch it, before I get, like, actually on top of it. Good idea. And as you move up to what, again, is clearly the inside of a secret door. A 24, and a perception check. You stop, and you quite carefully, slowly glance around the, uh, or look, right? This isn't a glance anymore. You look around the outside of this doorway for any kind of trap, like any trip wires, anything attached to the hinges, any small switches or levers that would be disturbed by you opening this access portal, but you don't see anything. It appears that they didn't trap this one. I'm going to go ahead and open it. On the far side, you can see it leads once again out into yet another hallway of stone, another empty cavern where the uh, cracked natural walls spread out a bit further and even further still as it extends more out to the south. Uh, it looks like, as you can see, the stone walls of these rooms extending a bit out into this hallway that they were either working on or had once had an idea to add more rooms here, but it was an, something that had never been realized. Uh, the stench of human refuse meets, meets you immediately and strongly as you open this door. Frankly, it smells like shit. Here, at the edge of your vision, on this stone wall, there is a putrid rainbow of fungus growing across the ground and up the natural cavern wall. Hmm. I'm gonna go on ahead and close this door back. I'm seeing nothing of interest. You decide there's no real benefit to leaving this open. And I agree with this decision. You <laughs> are far from a seasoned adventurer, but you know enough to know that there's there's really just no reason to leave a pointless door that seems to lead to strangely colored fungus open. Rule one of adventuring. You just don't fuck with the strangely colored fungus. Ned, it smells like shit. There's nothing I can see except some weird fungal growth. I like, I, I don't want to mess with that. I'm already getting sick. You see no real benefit. So as you begin to move your way down the western hall towards the lit common room, Nell progresses with much more caution. He does not want to take another javelin to the chest. They do not feel good. So I'm going to do the same thing that I did with the door. And as I'm stepping into this square, I want to like carefully check it out because it's another entrance to a room and I don't want to get speared. So as long as you're moving slowly, you're always assumed to be taking 10 on perception. So what do you got? Oh, you only have a 6 though. So yeah. taking 10 to you is, is to be fair, only a 16. Uh, but you get a 20. 
as you stop and look through this cross path here, this intersection of the hallway into the larger meeting room, and you don't see anything. Nothing jumps out to you. It seems to just be an open portal through which this hall connects to the room. No door frame or nothing. Hmm. I will step forward. As you enter the room, you see two new ways to progress. A single door set into the wall directly to your north, and a hallway to the south, which curves to the right, leading further off to the west. This room seems to be a centralized location of, of sorts, as it has connections going in all four cardinal directions. Not knowing what to expect, you could reasonably head anyway. And as the uh, rest of the party here trickles into the room, just so you guys can also see. So I want to keep stopping with like just stopping and doing the thinking with just one person who can actually see where we are. Yeah. <laughs> where do you think the the, the south leads? Uh, possibly over to the meeting room, I guess. I, I can't really tell what's over there, but I, I do feel like it just loops around, maybe with another room over there or something. Architecture can only go so far. Well... What are you doing? I'll take a look at the door here. And Nori steps up to personally expect this, inspect this northern door. No longer really trusting Mel. As a uh, Baylor moves down and uh, moves into the room, he gets a bit of a bitter, bit of a better angle, where he can see down the hallway to the further western room that's a a good distance it's pretty far actually it's a solid like almost 100 feet away uh you're pretty sure you see a person in the corner of that far western room but they don't appear to have noticed you and they don't appear to be armed in fact you can barely see them over the table it looks like a child That's a hard 28 on the fucking perception room. Yeah, no, the hard 20 on that Inori is seriously done with the... The kid gloves are off now. Inspecting this door quickly, thoroughly, and expertly, as she has learned to do in her days as a bounty hunter. Inori confirms that there is nothing attached to this. I knew that was coming. I'm gonna quickly move out of line of sight from over there. Kind of motion, be like, guys, there's... Somebody in the room to the far west. Stack up now. Let's investigate. It looked Western like a North. child. Looked like a child to me, but we've been dealing with halflings, so could have just been a small halfling. 
Well, Unless you move around to look, you, you can't really get a good view. It could be a kid. It could be a halfling. She's behind the meeting table and uh, tucked in the furthest corner of the room. She doesn't appear to be making an effort to hide. She's just hunched over, facing the corner, doing something. I recommend we clear this door first. You you said there was nothing on it. So let's have Dara cover us for a moment, just in case they do decide to come this way, and you and I at least clear this room up here. I don't want stuff potentially coming up behind us while we're dealing with whatever is over there. Uh, as you're watching, the child climbs up into the chair at the end of the table and kneels on it facing the back of the chair and trying to push off with her foot from the table starts very slowly spinning around in the chair. It does very much appear to be a child. Huh. Well, I'm very freaked, guys. How about you? Children should not be down here. There's something wrong with that. So I suppose I will step up to this door and open it. Since it's There's something wrong with that. Cleared. So I'm going to go the other direction because I'm not actually it's, that curious it's, about it's, it. Let's do something other than that. Yeah, something's wrong here and I don't want to touch it. Same as the, the weird fungi or fungal growth. Like, I, it's not really my thing. I, I'd rather go this yeah, way. That's fair. Weird no fungus, to... child, what's the difference? <laughs> no reason to mess with these things if you don't have to. Uh, so you open the door, which leads into a very small connecting hallway. The bane of all adventures, because it means you have twice as many doors to check. Minori. And I'll go ahead and... Uh, if Anori wants to move up, give her that same 27 to the other end of the hallway, or 28 to the other end of the hallway as well, and she doesn't see anything on that door either, just to save us a moment. If you want to also just move up and open the next one. Boom. This leads into a smaller square chamber, a corner, which seems to just bend the hallway around to the west. And there is little in here, a small table tucked into the corner with a few basic supplies on it. Oh, it appears to be a sewing kit and several lengths of just basic black thread. It's, it's two. I, I mean, she's cautious. I'm looking in this oddly shaped, you know, I'd turn about room just to see if I see anything that's out of the way. Maybe a wall trap uh, or something. Looking around, you get 21 on perception. You see a spot on the northern side of the room here, directly across from you. Uh, similar to what uh, what you saw, what Nell saw, rather, out in the south by the fungal wall. Uh, a place where it looks like there may have been some intention to expand this. As uh, very faintly, you can tell that this stone was worked with a door frame on the northern side, just directly across from you here. But that door was... I didn't, is that pink? I didn't see it pink. Pink, please? There we go. But that door, at some point, was 
filled over and just turned into a continuation of the flat stone wall around it. From here, it doesn't look like it's a, a hidden door or anything. It doesn't look like there's any particular way to open it. Just like at several points in the design of this underground area, they didn't have a clear idea of what they wanted to do or how they wanted to just expand it. They have just really been building as they went. Or it could be. Crap. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the silence. I don't want to go in this room. Yeah, all of this seems to be every direction very confounding. As a Nori bemoans her current situation, unsure of what to do, you all simply wait. Even with the one trap we've run into, this feels like we should be having more resistance than this, this far in. Another reason that I'm with. That's why we're being so cautious. And then I see that in the wall that it looks like it could be nothing, but it could also be something that kills everybody that's lined up with it right now. I mean, if you'd like to get out of the way, I can at least check it. And, uh, okay. Dara just kind of hisses past it. Regardless of what it is, perhaps we should keep our voices down. I do not know what is here. Dara's right. <laughs> well, I suppose screw it. I'll step. Stealth is not really a Nori strong suit either. <laughs> uh, now pushes past into the small square room and striding into this little. Second connecting chamber. Nothing happens, no. Suppose they were just failing to finish construction. Make sure you check the door. Yep. You're getting good at this, kid. It's a 19. Yeah, with, according to those dice, yeah, you, are, you are in fact getting good at it. Uh, with a 25, you don't see anything on this doorway either. Uh, it makes sense if this was somewhere, regardless of what the actual intention of this safe house is, trapping interior doors <laughs> is just going to cause more trouble for the people who are actually using the safe house rather than intruders. That doesn't mean there aren't well, any. Well, we don't and know which course, doors are external. Yeah, that is also true. You don't know which doors are outside. Uh, but... The only one you'd find the trap on so far was the connecting doorway between the outside of the thing, the outside of the, and the, and the actual ladder and the inside here. Well, I suppose if I don't believe anything's on this door, I will go ahead and open it. And also, um, I would mention back to Dara, it might be a good idea for him to stay back at the intersection over here and tell us if anything starts coming our way. Well, he will nod. He and does have the to... range advantage. Yeah, he'll nod move back to here, uh, loading a bolt into his crossbow as he stands outside the doorway watching to see if anything appears. Ah, oh, damn it. Now, opening that Overwatch. door. What uh, was that, Mancho? That he's on Overwatch. He is on Overwatch. Uh, Nelsie is about the worst thing you could possibly see when you open a door, which is a narrow, 
five foot wide hallway and many other doors. Oh, for the love of God. This appears to just be another simple connecting hallway with doors branching off every 15, 20 feet on either side, as far as your meager lamplight can see. I already see something I don't like. You One of these doors appears to be cracked. The It's completely open. The, uh, the door oh, nearest you on the south, uh, both the doors nearest you are actually open. I think... Oh, yeah, I put an external door there. These should both be open. Both of the nearest doors, open. the nearest doors are... They should actually all be fully open. I don't know why there's dynamic lighting doors here. Hmm. Those were just... Because uh, I don't like cracked doors right now. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they just they just came with it because it's just how the map was up initially. I guess whoever went through and did this, there were just there were doors there, but all doors are supposed to be open. So I'm just going to okay. delete the dynamic lighting thing on all those. Um... I suppose breaching clear, or should we leave this alone? Hey, Baylor, do you happen to have Mage Hand Barrett? I did not prepare Mage Hand today, actually. That would have been good right about now. Maybe. Well, here's our options. Press forward, or go back and possibly talk to the kid. Slash murdering clown demon. I know this is I a think tough. I think I'd rather choice. mess with the doors. Okay, doors it is. So I'm just gonna kind of slowly come forward and raise up my shield, not knowing what to expect out of these doors. Yeah, with your with your shield up, you start to move down the hall, and uh, and or are you moving up behind him? Or are you waiting back in the connecting chamber? I think we should have a little bit of space between each other. All of us, like yeah, a gap, so we don't both get hit. Yeah. Well, with, with his shield up, do you, when you step forward, you got open doors to your right and to your left. Which way are you gonna look first as you walk around this corner? Yeah, T intersection. Well, it's even across. It's always. Yeah, I'm, but... I'm concerned. Um, For what it's worth, you can see light coming from the northern room. So there is a lantern or something in there. I suppose I would face that way then, because it's less As likely you... for someone to just be waiting in the dark. As you step forward and around the corner, they lunge from their As hiding expected. spaces. God damn it. Where they were waiting. It is time, my friends, to roll me some initiative. Again, better me than you guys. still sucks that that's the way it's set. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to get around that? They're waiting. Not go this way. <laughs> well, they were very much ready. So they had uh, probably heard you 
discussing your situation in the hallway. Uh, bemoaning your lack of ideas here. Uh, I'm gonna add Dara, because I mean, he's not far, he's not so far away, he wouldn't hear this happening. So I'm gonna add him in. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing my flat footed and my normal AC are identical. All right, so good. this is a surprise round with the four assassins and Nell first. This is the first round, they're the only ones who are aware there's a thing happen, uh, happening right now. So, Baylor doesn't get to go round one. Uh, the first one to react is the one you are facing. Uh, up furthest back, crouching up against the bed of the northern end of this room. He has a short sword in his hand, and his other hand is uh, curled in kind of his fingers in sort of an awkward position. Now, unlike the assassins you'd fought above, each of these has a pretty clearly visible silver holy symbol uh, dangling from the, like a little, almost like a cummerbund they have wrapped around their chests. And each of them is kitted in a chain, uh, chain shirt. As you walk around the corner, he, with a quick word of magic, closes his fists and casts a spell. The one below you does the same, but his spell is different. Make me a will save, Nell. Compulsion? No. That's a. That is a seven. That is a bad time. And as you step around this corner, uh, these ones are, they were clearly ready, uh, lying in wait. And as you see them, and you hear these two cast, two spell casts on either side of you, you are overwhelmed with terror, realizing the situation that you are in. You are going to need to flee. I will leave you the option if you want to flee further down the hall or just push back past your team and run towards Dara. Uh, it'd probably be towards Dara because you're just trying to get away, right? Yeah, you're trying to get away from them. And once they're out yeah, of sight... He wouldn't like, run you into could, the unknown. Yeah, you could run to there. I mean, it is kind of a blind running. It's not like full panic, though, so I'll let you go back there. And uh, since we got this, this house rule now, you have lost... Uh, you've looked, completely lost control of your character for a round, so make me a new will save to try and reduce this. Seven. The same seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Inori and Baylor would hear more spells preparatory being cast from inside these rooms. Uh, the voices of magic eking out around the door and into the hallway. Am I able to right. talk if I'm away from them? Because uh, yeah, like, when you're not in you the direct line of sight... You can't see them. You're not currently crippled with yeah. them. I'll mark a... Because literally, it's one of them you're afraid of. I'll mark him. Uh, okay. The one with the red dot. If you can't see the one with the red dot, you can act normally on your turn. But as soon as you see the one with the red dot, you lose your control again. So you can say something quickly as you get around the corner, yes. That'd be like quick. Though. Holy symbols, close the door. Baylor. Uh, 
I'm gonna five foot step over. At this point, and... you would have heard four voices casting spells, so you would yeah. have at least four of them in those rooms that were waiting. And I don't know if Inori's gonna actually close the door or if she's gonna get to it in time, but I wanna ready a splintered spear to shoot at anything I see coming into that hallway. All right. And this one. I was is... expecting to get quadruple flanked. So Definitely gonna step better. out of the hallway, so go ahead and give me your splintered spear as one of them rushes out with his sword raised. There's a 13, so what is he? Oh, the 13, as he comes out around the corner, you can see a shimmering shield, uh, almost like what you and Inori could cast upon yourselves, but instead of a manifestation of like blue, iridescent arcane energy, this one is a deeper gray and it almost shines as it circles around his entire body. And as you shoot the spear, the shield spins to deflect your shot off to the side and shatter it against the hallway behind him. And as he comes out, he has in his other hand... No, not yet. He wouldn't. He can't draw out laser moving. Never mind. He's just going to move forward and he's going to take a swing at Inari. You don't have your shield up right now, so just double check your AC... Well, you haven't acted yet, actually, so you're AC 15. You're only one lower when you're flat-footed, right? Uh, yeah. And as he comes around, he catches you before you can react. Uh, he's cast this spell and come charging out of the room with his short sword at the ready and, and almost lunged forward with the stab before you had any chance to twist out of the way. And you can tell... As he strikes you, your unpreparedness is exactly uh, how he hopes to capitalize on this battle. And you take seven damage. This one is going to come out of the hallway behind him. He is going to move around back a little bit with his, uh, his short sword in his hand as well. And he reaches down into his belt and pulls off a short, it almost looks like a tinder twig, but ashen black, shorter than a wand, and uh, it almost looks like a rod of coalesced ash. Uh, I think you'd recognize a smoke stick. Now. Um, let me see in my... I believe I have. Tanglefoot bag single target, right? Uh, I'd have to check. I can't remember the last time somebody actually threw a Tanglefoot bag. It's single target, I'm pretty sure. I yeah. believe it is, yeah. It's single target as you hit them. It entangles them, right? You just throw it at somebody and it gives them an entangle. And, uh, and there's a save against... They're glued to the floor. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll pull that out. And move to here. And throw it at him. And as you come around the corner, you 
throw it past the Nori. That's two actions. Yeah, you can't draw that like a weapon. Is it? well, that was. Yeah, you had to move. Yeah, so you can move and draw it because you can draw a weapon as you're moving, but you can't draw something out of your bag as you're moving. Okay. So, yeah, you can, well, you can it's in my hand, and I'm like ready. poised to throw it. Okay. And then Dara, obviously, is going to hear things are happening, and he is going to also move up here to this doorway. And he doesn't have a great shot from here, but this is a hallway. It's not where he shines. This is the opposite of the previous encounter. And he is just going to do his best to just take one shot at the cultist in the doorway there. And I'm just going to roll his manually because I don't have any of his... I'm actually going to use his, his little button. It's going to roll a billion dice and look dumb, but it's all I have for the moment because it's a filler. And it's point blanks. So it's going to have plus one. Point blanks, so that's plus one. Unfortunately, we're going to do this for the time being. And he takes the shot. Uh, roll for me. Like, I didn't see any dice. I, I see the roll. I just, like, no. Well, that's okay, because there's nothing to see anyway, because it rolls a jillion dice, because I'm just using his actual uh, character page entry so I can NPC him. Uh, he takes the shot, and it glances off of the door frame. Had the target not been obscured, perhaps, but from this angle, he couldn't get anything, unfortunately. This third cultist is going to come around the corner, and he is going to get to here, and he's going to see Baylor, and he is going to raise his uh, free hand and... I guess he kind of stuck there. He's going to try and run past. He's honestly going to, he's going to actually try to acrobatics past the Nori. He's going to try to flip into the room with the rest of you guys. So, Inori, what's your CMB? D, rather. CMD. It's uh, 17? 16. 16. 16. I have it wrong on my thing. Okay, that's why I was Well, because I'm still rat-feared. Oh, that's what it is. So you have, so you have 17 and a minus one. Uh, Baylor, do you have a weapon in your hand? I have a dagger, technically, yes. You, dude, you can AOO this. Well, no, that adds two to the DC. Because he's trying to get past two people. But he's not trying to dodge it's his a... AOO. He's trying to acrobatics through an already square. Yeah, trying to acrobatics past someone while someone else provokes adds two to the DC. I learned that rule in Legacy of Fire. When a kobold tried to acrobatics past like five people and he could not make the DC. Oh, fair enough. Uh... Someone do correct me if I'm wrong, but... Square. Full speed by the DC to check by 10. I'm not doing that. Look through an enemy space is five plus combat over defense. Right, he doesn't manage to get through anyway. Uh, he, he does fail to push past this doorway. He tries... But this is a very, very crowded area right now, and he definitely does not successfully get past. Uh, but that does provoke from Baylor, so you can take a dagger swing at him. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything, so might as well. Oh, baby. <laughs> did I... I think... I did. I did make this macro for some reason. For it. Got him for exactly <laughs> this reason. 
just in case. How come I don't get to chop each other? Because you, you haven't acted yet. You're still flat-footed. Oh, Baylor went. Or... Oh, he did. That's right. Yeah, Baylor went. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! You could have doing it. That's a hard twenty. He's doing it. Oh. All right. So you want to confirm that? Little wizard with your knife. Ah! Oh. Ah. Alright, so no confirm, but you, you hit him with the dagger. You poke him as he tries to push to the corner. He pushes his way into the knife you just happen to be holding in your hand. What a champion. How much damage is it going to be? Like D4 minus 2? Minus 1. <laughs> ah, you rolled the max damage on that too. You poked this guy for 3. That guy gets poked. Nice. Hot damage. You got him. Uh, and... Stimmy, he is also going to simply draw a smokestick. Inori. Let's probably mark who has them in their hand. Uh, is is withdrawal my like whole turn? Or is it just... Yes, withdrawal is a four-round action. You could five-foot step and be out of melee, though. You could five-foot step back. Yeah, then I'm still... If they throw shit at me. Problem. Well, their hands are, two of them have a short sword and a smokestick in their hands, so they don't currently have a hand for a, uh, a ranged weapon right now without putting something away. Maybe got directly in front of you, could I guess. You don't see any uh, daggers or anything on them. Alright, I'm going to five foot, Crossbows. five foot step to here, and I want to okay. Pull out one of my uh, cure lights. All right, so you step back, and then you can draw and drink your cure light wins potion. Because five minutes yeah, on an action, fighting it's one, drinking it's one. Right. Okay, I'm gonna do that whole thing. Let me take it off my sheet. Here. Da plus three, right? And then uh, da plus one. Light wounds is just plus one. Cool, just in time for roll 20 to reconnect. And you get only three health back from that, unfortunately. Feeling the pain that Nell felt with the javelin trap earlier. Not nearly making up for the, uh, the stab you've taken as he presses advantage. Uh, Peeks out of the hallway, and you can't really see what he's doing around the corner. Baylor. I am in a terrible situation. You're in a weird place right now. It's not fantastic, no. Mechanics question for you real quick. What's up? If I have five foot step into range where I can see the target that I'm feared of, but it's not my turn, I would immediately flee on my turn. Yeah. If at any point you can see him, you're, you're overtaking my frightened again, and you go back to taking frightened actions. But I Miller. could. What are you doing? Around six seconds. What are you doing? Is reacting. Well, I'm seeing if Nell's gonna do his thing. Uh, yeah, oh, I suppose. Yeah, 
I suppose I'll take my immediate I, I, action. Oh, for that, I don't, I don't. Mm. I mean, it's an yeah, immediate I'll, I'll action. Yeah, you know, I'll give it to you. I was like, I don't know if I'll let you five foot step into view of your frightened thing, but you don't, you don't see him at the moment. So yeah, you can take it. Yeah, I'll give you that. So seeing the situation, Nell steps up to protect his obligation to get in front of Baylor, and Baylor's just back further into the corner, uh, getting further away from this as he can. He's five foot steps up, I five foot step back. It's a good time for everyone involved. Everyone's more in a place where they wanted to be. And then... I guess... I'm gonna cast Acid Splash on the guy in the doorway. <laughs> that's about right, what Bronk, I got right now. <laughs> Bronk guy's getting an Acid Splash. Sounds good to me. And I have an Acid on me, and I'm gonna use it as a focus for the spell. All right. Hopefully this works out. I can't remember the last time someone did that. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've actually had, like, focuses be used, but this is a perfect opportunity for it, so splash him with the acid. That's why I asked for the acid when we traded it with that guy. Uh, with a 16, that definitely, uh, that touch. hits him. Yep, that hits him. I was, I was thinking because was touch, but I, I wasn't sure if he would have cover from you, but you hit him either way, actually. So it's, it, it's irrelevant. That hits. Haha! Splash. Splash. And uh, with the acid splash, he takes four damage as this little glob of acid just washes across his, uh, his chain shirt, uh, sizzling a bit, and he recoils a bit as it singes his skin. Not doing serious damage, but doing some damage. Alright, this guy is going to take a swing at Nell. We'll see what we can do here. It's it's not much. As uh, he steps up shakily, overwhelmed with fear, but still with his shield raised, is trying to put himself between the enemies and his allies. This guy's having just as hard of a time fighting through the doorway as you all are. And he's unable to land a good strike around Nell's full shield, which is basically an entire door <laughs> by itself. So... You can almost entirely close this passage off just holding your shield. He can't get anything through there. Can I close my eyes? I don't think so. I, I'm in just curiosity. I'm not going to. I'm like I'm. Obviously, what's going to happen is going to happen. I'm just curious if closing your eyes works. I don't think you can. No. Okay. Uh, this guy, the cultist, furthest back is going to reel back and toss his smoke stick like it's a smoke grenade. And he can't throw it through everybody that's in the doorway, so it's gonna go somewhere. Alright, that's gonna land right here. So I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be a little bit interesting because now there is smoke. I have to work with this. The smoke stick lands in the doorway, also unable to get past Nell's giant shield. So that uh, <laughs> that white rectangle there 
is the smoke. And for convenience, just so we can kind of see what's going on here, I'm going to put it on dynamic lighting as well because you can't see through it. Uh, I don't, I'm not gonna go through the effort of neutering your light while you're in it, but that whole area is full of smoke from the smoke stick right now. So if you're in that little square, like Nell is, you can't see anything. You are blinded by the smoke cloud. I don't even see the enemy in front of me? No, because you are, it's it's like you're in a fog cloud spell. Okay, gotcha. You have, you have a 50% miss chance if you're swinging on the guy right in front of you right now. But that also means you can't currently see the guy you're afraid of. But you can't see anything, so. Can I blindly throw the Tanglefoot bag down the hall at where I think the dude still is? I mean, you can try and just chuck a, a Tanglefoot bag, yeah. You have to throw it past a horde of people in a doorway, but yeah, you can try. You can throw it where he was. Throw me that uh, throw. Let me see what happens. Because that is a range. Blindly, as smoke starts to fill the doorway, and Nell can't see what's happening, he just reels back and tosses the Tanglefoot bag. <laughs> And with a nine, a nine, you just hear it. As soon as it leaves your hand, you hear it splat on the door frame. It doesn't go anywhere. It goes exactly nowhere. Well, I'll go on ahead and spend the rest of my turn drawing my weapon then. Are you going to pull out your longsword? Catch uh, it. Dara is not going to fire. He is going to uh, sit there in the doorway with his crossbow ready. Well, he actually can't even see the smoke at all. It's from. He's gonna just move back. He's gonna like move back, uh, probably here to this table in the chair, and kneel down and ready his crossbow, and train at the door in case any enemies come down to the hallway. Uh, he, he can't see anything there. There's, there's literally nothing he can do with that smoke screen up. He has a forty-five percent hit chance. With Dignity's yeah. Barb. That's true. You can always can tell, but he doesn't know where anybody is. He has to kind of know where they are first, and the whole room is just becoming a uh, cloud of smoke from this uh, is now burning smokestick. And in the darkness, now feels another one of these guys trying to get past him. Can't AOL well him because you can't see him. But he also can't get past you, so. Turns out that's not that easy. It is not, no. Uh, so that is Inori. You can't see what's happening at all. Oh, the huge. I mean. Ah, never mind. Mechanics versus reality. Inori. I'm going to. Uh... I mean, he's right in front of me. I could see enough to tap him on the shoulder, right? Uh, no, you can't actually tell me he's right in front of you. It's completely obscured by the smoke stick. Everything in that 10-foot square is completely obscured by the smoke stick. You can't see into it at all. All right, then I'm just going to say out loud, Nell, fall back. Not a good situation. And I'm going to follow Dara's lead into the other room. Like there. Alright, so you move back, uh, and you can see down the, the hallway again, still that small child doing small child stuff. You're not really sure what exactly is going on. 
Baylor. Fall back as well. And... Yes. Can I, can I ready an acid splash for anyone who is not Nell? Yeah, <laughs> Coming you, down ready this for, you don't have to ready for anybody. You just like whatever your conditions are. Yeah, you, yeah. you can ready for like... not Nell coming down the hallway. You guys usually play ready to blast whoever comes out the door. And I'm like, well, if that's Nell, then that's Nell. You can ready not Nell, but uh, one of the guys that you've seen coming out the door, you can definitely ready that. I, I would think Nell would be distinctive enough from everyone else. Did that yeah, be? Just gonna look for the javelin. You just hear the clankety clank. <laughs> he just lumbers out. All right, uh, this guy is again going to try to push past you. They're having absolutely zero successes so far. Uh, you feel him try to muscle his way past you, and you're still just holding your shield up, mostly just blocking his entire way, so that none of them can move past the wall that is now stalled. I'm doing my right job. And as you are standing there just being the wall, you hear a clang as a sword once again scrapes and bounces off the side of your shield. Uh, you hear a spell being cast. Did it sound no. like what I just heard them cast? It sounded like what they were all casting in the beginning, but I mean, you... I have no clue artist, what it is. Yeah, I just know they cast it, the same thing. Um, obviously, I heard a Nori. So I'm going to fall back. Right, you fall back to the next I'm gonna, doorway. The I'm next in a series door. of several doorways. Now, did you just move? Yeah, that's one move action. Yeah, I've got 30 feet. For you. Not five figured. I was just checking. So you move back, and you are going to close that door. Uh, Dara, going to five foot, right here behind the table, and ready two shots for the first person who comes to that door, because we're all here now, so first one through the door wins a prize. It's death. And uh, right, are you you're just going to close the door? Uh, Yeah, that's all I can do. That's two actions, right? Right. As you, uh, you, you fall back through the smoke cloud, yeah, back to the group, and close the door uh, with you with your shield hand. And as soon as you pull your arm back, the door opens again. <laughs> <laughs> because it turns out they can also manipulate. The you surprised, right? <laughs> but I mean, uh, the whole open, point is it costs them time. Yeah, it costs them time. And as he opens the door uh, with his smoke stick in hand, a spray of crossbow bolts and an acid splash. Come on, uh, come upon him. Do some things to an issue. Does mine go off first? Yours goes off first because you're ready to do this first, yeah. That's what I thought. My whole plan hinged on them knowing how to open doors. Success. So, uh, yeah, you're in cover, so he actually, he can't do anything to you. Uh, 15... We decided around the corner was neutral cover. 15 does not hit his touch AC around the door frame. That's fair. And uh, you fire the acid splash uh, as he opens the door, sprays across the door in his blade and sizzles down the length of it a bit, but you don't do anything meaningful to him. Dara, however, gets to take some shots. 
And again, I'm just going to use the weapon profile that is on his page, except he is a minus one for readying two shots. And he's in point blank and he's overwatching, so he gets three damage to it. So here's the first shot. And uh, with a 24, Dara definitely nails him once. Unfortunately, only doing four damage. And then he fires again with the second shot. Doing uh, 19. <laughs> 19 also hits him, but also doing the minimum damage. And Snake Eyes on D8s. That's a solid feels bad, man. That's hard to do. That That's expert level. Uh, but as these two crossbow bolts thun into him, he kind of reels back and the blood spurts out of his shoulder as he catches one and then the other over Nell's shoulder and uh, stumbles a bit. And clearly very wounded at that point. And that was his whole turn, so now it's Inori. No way to occupy the same space. We've been through that, I'm sure, at some point. No, yeah, you can't share your space with Nell anyway, no. I bet there's a feat for that. I bet that's something to look um, for. There kobolds. is, but they, you have to be small, yeah. And there's oh. a, there's a swashbuckler archetype to let you do it, but I think you also have to be small. I think swashbuckler can do it too. Yeah, there's a swashbuckler archetype that's all about fighting in the same square as somebody. Uh, I'm just going to uh, have another delicious potion while I watch this guy's die in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, you're watching Dara just pump this dude and now holding the line as he falls back through door after door. And you get five health from that potion. So that one is much better. Uh, but still... A little more healing there. Too. A little better than it was. Hey, uh, you Here. can five foot step. Yeah, there you go. 15, 20, five. This guy is going to come around the corner. Coming out of the smoke. I know these don't last super long. Let me see how long these how long does this smoke stick actually last for? Probably like five rounds or something. It, it's ten rounds, it's a full minute. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I think it's I was like, I think it's long enough that it, it's irrelevant, but I'm not positive. And he with his second action is going to reel back and huck his smoke stick. They are covering their advances with smoke as they move, and he lands that one on the square he was looking for. So now your side of the doorway here is filled with smoke. And if you are inside that, once again, you are blind if you're in this square. You can't see anything. Uh, once again, this guy's gonna try to push past Snell. Third time's the charm, right? That's not no. the right button. That's the right button. Third time's not a charm. Uh, that is correct. Still can't get past you. <laughs> I'm just the door that I'm carrying is a little too big. All right, Nelly, you're up. You can't see what's happening now as a smoke stick bounces across the ground and pops into life behind you. I'm filling yours the doorway once again with smoke, and you are right back where you'd started. Inside a cloud of smoke, holding up your shield against the door, being the wall. 
You have a much better situation here because they have a room to work with, but again, they've used a smoke stick to cover their advance. And you, again, can't see them. I can't blindly bull rush, can I? Yeah, you can. It's just an attack. I okay. like where you're headed at right now. All right. I'm going to open up the doorway. What should I roll for that? It's a C If you don't have improved bull rush, it's just a CMB check. And uh, you can just make it as a standard action. And you just have to, if you beat their CMD, they go back by five and they go back by another five for every five by which you beat their CMD. And these kind of scream right. like little dexterous ninja guys. So give them a bull rush. And then you still you actually have a 50-50 miss also because you're blind. So then also, since you can't see him, you still, it is, I think it's an attack. I'm pretty sure combat maneuvers are still attacks. I'm not I know familiar. specifically grapple. I, yeah, I know grapple specifically is different, but I think that's just a grapple thing. And I'm actually, I don't even think that's grapple versus concealment. I think that is grapple versus invisibility specifically. You can just go for it. But that's the 10 hours of grapple and invisibility rules. Uh, it's definitely some sort of a minus. But as you reach out and push against the guy, you push forward with your shield, just trying to slam backward. And you hit this dude, and he budges a little, and then stops dead in his tracks and doesn't end up moving any, any meaningful distance at all. And... I guess I'll spend the other half of my turn closing the door again. I'm going to see real quick. If you bull rush him without improved bull rush, even if he can't see you, does he get an AOO? I think it's the same as when someone tried to push past me. We got some weird situations popping up. You haven't I mean, I acted think it... yet. You were flat-footed. And I think no, it that provokes, was annoying. but he can't take it because he's he got can't. concealment. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a Nori that hadn't acted yet. You're right. I'm talking about just uh, one. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he gets it. But yeah, so you're going to close the door again? Yeah, I'm just going to close the door again. <laughs> you, you slam it back in the hall and close the door again. <laughs> <laughs> are. We are Jeez, the turtle. Shut. You just push him up, up. You push him far enough back to shut the door. And I'll say to everyone, back off where we came from. Let's see. Wander out this way, that's five, ten. I'm gonna move over here. He's gonna start moving a little bit down the southern hall. It's not doesn't have a bend for another twenty feet, so you figure you're probably safe. You're gonna get what distance you can out of And I don't wanna be blocking that way. And you don't want to if you wanna go that way. Fair enough. And uh if anybody I don't know comes out of that smoke, acid splash. Acid splash. Uh, Dara <laughs> is, I guess, going to move down this hallway and then down a bit to the south using the wall as cover here and ready in action. If any of the cultists come down, he's just going to shoot down the hallway. They weren't right. expecting Overwatch style when they made their strategy for this. Four times the charm, buddy. You can push past Snow. He does it. He successfully <laughs> acrobatics checks past Nell. 
And keep in mind, you still can't actually see him. It's just I don't yeah, I just know he got past me. Up with squares. Yeah, you, you feel him uh, push. Uh, he opens the door and then pushes past your shield as the door is opening, as you're pulling your hand back, and kind of pushes you off balance and slides past you. And uh, while you're messing with the door, you just don't have a good opportunity to stop him, and you're a little off balance from reaching out of the doorknob, and he gets by. But having to open the door, you can't attack, because that was an action. And Ori, you would hear the the cultist move, move next to you. You would know he's there even if you can't see him, but you'd have a 50% mischance to try to hit him with anything. Okay. Um. Now, if you... Alright, so if I make my weapon a plus one, that goes to attack and damage or just to attack? Attack and damage. Magical weapons are both. Okay. Because that means that's six then. So, if I use... Okay, I'm going to swift action to give my sword a plus one to attack and damage. And a free action to use Kieran's power to give him a plus one damage. So, time for the stacking. Alright, so you... You hear him come up with a flash of magic. Kieran ignites with black energy. It's your power and his both surge through the actual blade. Since I'm technically blind anyway, and in smoke, I mean, that's effectively the mechanic, right? Yes, you're, you're blind. You can't see. I'm right. just going to... You are... The upside of you on the 50% mischance is you're all flat-footed to each other because he, he can't see you attacking, so he's flat-footed to you. Uh, she's going to close her eyes with all this focus and hit this butch that just landed right next to her. Okay. I'm going to close your eyes. I guess it doesn't make a difference. You just feel it. You don't have to see. You're in the smoke. You close your eyes and let Kieran guide you. And uh, with the... 15, your blade meets only air. And then I'm a five-foot step out. <laughs> out of cloud seems like a pretty good idea. All right, which one is this? Can two people get past Nell in one turn? This hallway is a fiesta. No, they cannot. For as terrible as this is for you guys, the good news is this is equally bad for them. They also really cannot get an attack going here because... Now is a door, and he's a very effective door. He does door things pretty good. I mean, that's my job. I better do it well. Um. All right, now you hear a footsteps and shuffling and muffled cursing from the hallway as they continue to, for the most part, fail to get past your guard. I know he's behind me, right? You would know he like, got I, past I can, you. You don't know where he went. Well, like, I guess you like I, I wouldn't hear him. Is he standing yeah, perfectly you, you, I would still? Say you, like, can, you can hear what square he's in. Yeah, you can hear he's behind you. I'm going to take that from that too. Can I just go around him? Uh, You could just go around him, yeah. He's, like, can't see you. Can't not you. literally around him like this, but like over I, I know, into like, this square. Table. Yeah, no, he okay. can't see you, so he yeah. can't AO you. You can just go around okay. him, yeah. I'll just go around so that's 10 15 25 30 and you stumble out past the table out of the smoke cloud uh, where you 
know he's behind you and you know they're breaching, but you don't know much more than that. Uh, Baylor. Uh, I'll ready to hit someone if they come out of the smoke because I still have a standard. Fair enough. I can get there. I'm gonna go around the other side. Right, you guys take in. your positions. You and Dar on either side of the hallway. You'd first come down. Are ready for this fight to spill further out into the common area? Oop. And are and you yeah. ready? Prep acid splash. And Dara is going to prep two shots once again if any of the cultists come within his view. And uh, hearing Inori swing at him and the feeling the blade swish by, you see a short sword erupt in response from the smoke as he takes a swing towards you. Again, you are flat-footed, which puts your AC down to 15. Wait, I'm outside the smoke now, though, right? You can't see him, though. He's effectively invisible. He has so a 50% it... mischance. It's both ways. He has a 50% mischance because you can't see him and he can't see you. He's just swinging out from the smoke. So you can't see the attack until it already hits you. But he has a 50% mischance. I don't, I don't see how I'm flat-footed, though. Because you can't see the guy who's attacking you. Yeah. Oh, like you, you that's literally what flat-footed is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, flat-footed means you can't dodge. You just get your armor bonus. And since you can't see the guy who is attacking you, you can't dodge him because you can't see him. It's just a sword flashing out of the smoke. Yeah. Uh, my AC, so I guess that's good, I guess. Yeah, your flat-footed is only one lower. And he uh, he does have a 50% mischance. But this sword uh, shoots out from the smoke. He can't get sneak attack because he can't see you because he has to be able to precisely determine... Uh, where your weak points are to hit you. But he can definitely hit you. And the, the short sword flashes out as you move back past the table and strikes, stabbing once again directly into your side. Uh, you're offside, away from Kieran, uh, before you have any chance to move the blade or to parry and with no chance to see the attack coming without even a hope of dodging. It pierces, uh, all of you can see, clean through Inori's side, uh, with the tip of the blade peeking out from behind her before he draws it back. You take 12 damage. But it is your turn. Barely standing, Inori, what do you do? God damn it. Uh... I'm gonna withdraw. You know he's, that... he's in the square right above you now. You don't have to withdraw. He can't see you. Yeah, no provoking because of smoke. I mean, unless you're good. assuming, unless you're guessing that he has a way to see you, you don't have to withdraw. Well, I mean, he you. did almost kill me with one shot. Not far. That is true. Assume. It's time for safety, I guess. Well, are you gonna withdraw this way? Yeah, like that wouldn't make Dara. a difference anyway, because it only doesn't provoke from the first square. Oh. And if you were gonna provoke, you'd provoke leaving this square anyway. So there's you gain nothing from withdrawing. Well, I could just take a cut and then run then. <laughs> he can just, he just go. Take a swing at him for shits and then. Yep, give him there. a slap. Uh, 
So you, uh, gravely injured, strike back towards the smoke, and with Karen uh, wounded as you are, you count. You can't mount any real offense, and you, uh, you feel your sword just barely scrape across this chainmail as you retreat back down by Dara and Baylor. Is that as far? You don't want to be further. You got like ten feet of movement left still. I don't know why I keep them at twenty. You definitely have thirty. Yeah, you could get all the way to here if you wanted. Yeah, tuck in a corner so I can cry. Yeah, if you're going for go as far as possible, you can get all the way to the doorway where the javelin trap was, and the javelin is just still laying on the ground with Nell's blood on it. <laughs> that is good. Um, a cultist, uninjured, erupts from the smoke to a salvo of crossbow bolts and an acid splash from everyone posted up at the far end of the hallway here. And an axe. And an axe! Yeah, he, he's walked into everything. This is every AOO that exists. So, uh, who ready to first? You ready first. So you would go up to here. It's just gonna move all three of you because you were already right in a row in initiative. And do it backwards from what I did. It would be this way. All right, so now you strike first. And uh, with an 18, you connect. You're sitting there waiting, and as he comes from the smoke and looks around to get his bearing, your, your hand axe is already crashing down towards his chest. Roll me that damage. And that is an Solid 11. max damage. Max damage with an 11 hit. You stop him in his tracks, slamming the hand axe directly into his chest, uh, cracking it into his ribs and holding it in place as Baylor takes his acid splash. You gotta fight every possible thing. And the, the acid splash misses, but Dara has two shots. And he has a minus one to hit, because he's in point blank, and three to damage. And his first shot stops as he had expected the cultist to have slightly more forward momentum and not hit the <laughs> door that is now. <laughs> and uh, seeing Inori push past him, he just doesn't have time to recover around her as he takes the second, and both of his bolts just go fully wide. And uh, that was his move action, and just kind of bewildered and very much in pain, he is going to take one meager stroke towards Nell. Wow, he doesn't want to run. Yeah, he doesn't want to run away from me. That hits exactly as effectively as you'd expect it to. He just kind of weakly tries to counterattack and bangs off your armor. Turns out um, fighting defensively is what I do well. So is Nell like the mountain from Game of Thrones? <laughs> is that what you're doing now? Feeling his way around the smoke, you see another cultist come out and end here. That provokes. Uh -oh. did you oh, get reached? oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I no, there's, a, there's down, a guy here actually that looking. He had to double move to get there because he doesn't know where he's going. Okay. And uh, the last one ends up here. Again, just kind of blindly feeling his way through the smoke cloud. They, they don't seem to be able to see very well either. Uh, you can hear through their footsteps 
that they are reacting much more effectively and much more quickly to moving through the smoke than you guys are. Uh, they seem very practiced, though they are still disadvantaged with the fact that they can't see where they're going, and it is slowing them down some amount. But it's also protecting them for the time being. This guy, with his last... This is the guy who got <laughs> past you once and injured near death and feeling confident. He's going to try it one more time. He absolutely fails. AOO this man. This might be the death of you. Oh, gotta click on my, my token. This might be the death. An 18. That's another 18. I think that's definitely the death of him. Oh. That's another max damage. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> the death of him. He comes out and tries to push past you. You push him back with your shield as you branch your axe out of the guy to your right and just serve him up with your shield to bring the axe right down into the side of his throat. And you cut him and he just falls down to the floor as you draw your bloodied axe back again, ready for more strikes. Inori. Look like that top really helped him out. Uh, I'm gonna, again, have another delicious beverage that I've, that I've brought for this adventure. <laughs> God dropping, damn it. Uh, just dropping the empty glass flask to the ground is shattered behind her as Anori just draws potion after potion as she yeah. retreats, desperately trying to stay alive. So bad. All I've been rolling. Like, my last rolls are all freaking potion rolls. Well, the ones that were good anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's a nine. This potion was good. That was an A-plus potion. You get nine health back from that one. Now, the wall stalwart. Uh, the guy directly above you is also very close to death. The other two are uninjured as of yet. They've been stuck in the back so far. I'm not worried about the guy uh, up here above me. I'm going to focus my attention on the guy to the left. My allies okay. can deal with this guy because they can. So I'm going to deliver a combat expertise swing to the guy on my left just to raise my AC a little bit. Uh, with a 13, 13 you're fine defensively now. Yeah, you definitely do not hit. But uh, as you try to keep yourself shielded, as they all pile in on you and keep yourself safe, you know that they are skilled fighters, and those are much bigger than the knives you fought up above. And if they get a good hit with that short sword and the stabbing attacks they seem to favor, it's going to be a very bad time for you. That only raises your AC by one, right? You only get one from that right now. Yes, uh, it becomes two a level four, I believe. Yeah, next level it goes up one. It's the same as power attack progression. Balor, yeah. you can see somebody. I can. You can see several somebodies. The way I've been doing corners is if you're like, if Dara was a guy in your mutual corner like that, it's cover. But if you're here and they're further down, you're basically just using the, co the corner as cover for yourself. You're almost functionally firing from this square. Right. Is how I rule it. So if you literally want to, like, that's what you can see. You're, like, leaning around the corner shooting because no one's there to contest you. So they don't have cover to you unless you're not firing at the closest guy because they have cover from the closest guy. Right. You can fire at anybody. I think I got to go big or go home on this one. What we got? I got my last Scorching Ray. Beleaguered. Baylor prepares 
the most powerful of his magic, trying to smite one of these guys out immediately. Who are we firing it at? The guy I got the best shot at right in the front. The guy right in front of you is already really injured. You will incinerate this man's entire dream, if, like his uh, concept of existence, if you hit him with a Scorching Ray. I literally think you could hit him with a Scorching Ray and roll all ones and he would die. <laughs> Do you want a Scorching Ray him? He got pretty, he got hit pretty hard by Mel earlier. But the other one is dead now that had the two crossbow bolts in him. He, he took the 11. I mean, is he really looking that bad? Can I see that he looks that bad? He's the one who got stopped dead by the, the axe to the chest. He looks very bad. Yeah. It's up to you. Good turn, obviously. I'm just saying that's what Baylor can see, but if you want to make sure someone dies, Scorching Ray will do that. I mean, I could acid splash him instead. That's up to you. That bad. It's, your, it's your attack. I'm just saying he it, looks okay. very injured. If he is looking that bad, I will acid splash. Yeah, he's like he's like Dead's door. Like not are you gonna use an, do you have an acid for it? The using it this way is a focus. So oh, it's so not you're using it using up. The acid. Okay, yeah, acid yeah. splash him. Go for it. Acid splash. Uh, that's a twenty on touch. Here you have splashed good. him with acid. That's a four damage. And uh with the four damage hit, this man never had the opportunity to recover from the absolute showstopper that Nell already landed on him. And your empowered acid sears across his face and you see like a, a little smirk from Dara as he watches this guy go down. Uh, Dara now with a clear shot of the back of the room is going to ready up two bolts on the furthest cultist should he move any closer to any of you. Uh, this guy here can't five foot step anymore because his friends are difficult terrain now. He's just gonna take a swing at Nell. He's gonna do his best to topple the door. Every now and then, good swings come through. And uh, as you are pulling your axe back again from the other two people that you handed out master strokes to, you can't quite turn in time to address this guy. And he gets a flanking strike for four damage on you as you turn to face him. And this guy is going to move up to here. He's going to move forward, which is going to trigger Dara's two shots. And Dara shoots once. I can't roleplay Dara very well. <laughs> Dara shoots twice. Requires good rolls. I can't roleplay Dara at all. I'm so <laughs> bad at being Dara. And with a, a 14 and an 8, the second shot being a hard one. Uh, both of his bolts, uh, one of them just kind of glances off the man's arm, and the other one again goes wide as he's just trying to fire through this melee that's happening around now. And the, the guy looks like he's ready to move his sword sword, but as he, he sees two more crossbow bolts whiz past his face. He instead, with his free hand, 
tosses his smokestick into the hallway. Blocking off your view of the fray. Inori. Uh, these guys and their smoke bombs. Feel like you're yeah, doing you, you this on purpose. You would see again smoke you fill the. Uh, you would see smoke fill the hallway, separating you from the fight, even from the distant corner you're currently drinking potions in. Ten. Uh, I can't even see how far the smoke goes. You can't now because you can just see the wall of smoke in front of you. And even despite all of this time, that first smoke stick hasn't even worn off. The first smoke stick is almost worn off by now. These things last so long. I'm just I giving mean, you some hot Assassin's Creed flashbacks, my dude. Yeah, blacking out a little yeah. bit and heated, pissed <laughs> off at the same time. Seeing like red. It's like, do something else, like decoy or anything. Like, Christ. All right, what do you want uh, to do? So I got 20 feet of movement left. Can I just... <laughs> I want to effectively go through the smoke and it, it, maybe if I come out of it on the other side and I see him do something, but I can't determine how far I... Yeah, I mean, you can just go through it. I, mean, I will move you a square at a time and if you run into something, I'll stop you. You have 20 feet of movement left? Yeah. I'm at 10 from the wall, so 20 from more. You can get to there where you are still in the smoke bomb before you stumble into something. And it doesn't seem like a... Uh... It's something on the floor, which is not functionally difficult terrain for you to move past. But you only have five feet of movement left, you, so you can't move into it. You could have gotten to there with ten. Oh, yeah, you could. You, you're right. You could five, ten. Oh, Jesus. Now we're getting... Okay. 15, 20, 30. Oh. Okay. And you you step out of smoke into the battle with Nell. Because it takes you ten to move on that square difficult terrain. So that guy is standing on top of a dead body, like, essentially, because I see the red. You're both standing around dead bodies, yes. Yeah. So right. There's two of them left. The bottom one is a little injured, uh, but not much. And you see that Nell is taking some hits. Nell is battling. He is the door. But he is slowly starting to go down. He's losing the battle of attrition. All right. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to swing on top guy here. The full health one? Yeah. That doesn't have a smokestick in his hand? See, I, I, I don't know who it's... That's what the icon That's what the wrench. Means. The wrench means he's got a smokestick. Yeah, the bottom guy still has a smokestick in his hand. He has another smoke grenade ready. Okay, yeah. that would definitely change things. I would okay, want to Okay, I was like, you want to hit the full health guy who's not holding a smokestick? <laughs> no, no. the injured guy who is holding a smokestick? Okay, yeah. Thank you, Slayer. Smokestick, yeah. Come on now. Uh, uh, with a 15, as you come off into smoke, you kind of give a, a quick, cautious swing as you make your way out, as you assess the situation with no real time to orient yourself. And he uh, parries that one back as he as he pulls the sword back from Nell, parries that one and moves to face both of you. Uh, Nell. As Inori pops out of the smoke, I'm gonna say welcome to the fray. And I'm going to combat expertise. 11. And Fight again, defensive. You're just trying to, protects yeah, trying me, to but it's not efficient. Between you and them, 
uh, not getting a good offense mounted here, but keeping yourself safe as you're really starting to uh, feel your injuries pile up from the quick little sla uh, quick little slashes they are managing to land on you. And Inori, this is all, it's one round. As you swing, oh, no, he can't actually, never mind. No. JK. No, yes, actually. Uh, as you swing at that man, and you, uh, or as Nell rather swings at him, I don't know why I said Inori. No, as you, as you swing at him cautiously with a smokestick in hand, he twists away and seems to just simply fade out of existence. As if he'd like teleported or just dimensional stepped like Darius or something. He just is not there anymore after your swing. Interesting. Baylor. It, well, if that's open and I oh, still. Oh, you can move. Yeah, I'll five foot step. Alright, Baylor. So this was the last square I saw that guy in, right? Sure was. I just... uh, he was completely at full health, though. Well, looked he full health when I last saw he him. Was, yeah, he was uninjured. He hadn't been. He had just barely managed to get into the battle. Are you about to close your eyes and shoot a gun in our general direction? <laughs> He's gonna hit one of the class. Somebody it's, said it. It's not a gun. <laughs> it's, it's not your spear. turn, Baylor. What are you doing? <laughs> don't listen to them. It's not their turn. They don't know what's happening. It's not a gun, it's a spear. Do you want to shoot that square? Don't listen to them! He shoots the square. Attaboy! Uh, roll me a d100. Oh, shit. 51 plus, you oh, hit whatever's no. in that square. With a 20. Damn it. Uh, 38, unfortunately, you missed. So you, uh, you shoot a spear through, and you hear it clatter into the rim of the distance, and you don't know if anything happens, but nothing happened. I don't hear someone yell ouch, you don't so hear I assume. One yell, oh god, splinters. Dara's <laughs> unsure of what to do. I believe this is the hardest Dara's ever been countered. And, uh, <laughs> like, this is certainly something that can happen. I mean, smoke sets are not rare, and tactics like this are not uncommon in the military, but normally it would be the job of the foot soldiers, the front line, to step up and deal with this in such a situation. Or for him to simply wait. So he is going to go with his military training. He's going to move back yet again to the doorway, and just ready in action. I'm even put him, like, here, so he's on the corner and not blocking the door. Ready in action if any cultist emerges from the smoke. So... Minori, you're somewhat confused because you uh, you uh, watched this guy just twist and disappear as Nell swung at him. You don't know what happened. But uh, as you turn to face the one guy that's remaining, you feel a slash past your ear, the cut of air as the sword once again juts out from the smoke now behind you. <laughs> Back here, just Barely missing. Oh my god. And then this other one is going to turn to face the new arrival Hicks. You're both fairly injured, and you have the glowing magic sword, and that's a little more concerning to him than the door. And he is going to take a swing at you as well. Uh, 
which you haven't even had a moment to react to the man behind you. You're still facing this guy. Somewhat concerned by what's happening here. And you raise uh, Karen to parry his attack. And then he puts steps back. I guess you actually can't fight footsteps because he's a difficult terrain. Just, ooh, he, he's a difficult terrain. He can't fight footsteps. Oh. Please make him move. <laughs> he's trapped. He draws a smoke stick. Inori. God. So I can't five footstep either. You can't five footstep either, no. But I can move. Oh, that's just smoke there. Never mind. You can move. Yeah, that is into a smoke cloud. And moving is going to provoke because he, he can see you. Neither of you in a smoke cloud right now. So you're gonna Son of a bitch. <laughs> don't provoke from the guy behind you in the smoke cloud because he can't see you. But this guy can see you. You, you can move into the smoke. Nothing stops you. And this I gotta keep saying. This is his second smoke stick. All right. If I'm in the smoke and effectively can't see, would I still technically be flanking with? Uh, no. So here's how it works. You are flanking because Nell is threatening him. Nell is not flanking because you are not threatening him because you can't see it. So you would get flanking. Nell would not. I believe that's how that works. Okay, uh, alright. Because you need to be flanking with somebody who is threatening, which Nell is. And he's not flanking with somebody who's threatening because you can't see. But you would get the better <laughs> flanking. Wild today. Alright, uh, I'm gonna... Light a side shenanigans. I'm gonna smack dude in front of me. Or try to, I should I say. Take, I take a swing at this guy who does another smoke stick, and Anori just thinks to herself, no. <laughs> and... Brings here Karen from the parry, swings it around, and just can't land a hit on these guys. This magical shield, this energy that's protecting all of them, whatever this this alteration to your normal arcane shield spell is that's defending them, is making it's just diverting all of your blows, and not even your magic or Kiarens can get a true strike through that. You want to move anywhere? Or are you gonna stay there? really don't want to provoke from this guy, but yeah, I don't... Six, uh, you have five seconds. That's one round. Snap decision. Three. Okay. Now. I'm going to five foot step back over to here because I know that this guy is not just gone now, and I need to hold the choke point. And I'm going to power attack the guy who just pulled out a smoke stick because I don't want him using that. <laughs> no, please no more smoke sticks. Yes. And you uh, you lower your shield and raise your axe high, bringing it down, uh, exposing yourself with all the force you can muster. I am extremely just, consistent today. You just cannot get him with an 11. You've rolled so many fives in the D20. It's crazy today. But, like, all and of uh, my rolls have been duplicates. It was 18, 18, 11, you, 11. As you swing at him and he ducks under the blow, he flashes to this position behind you instantaneously. Baylor. I'm gonna call out guys situation. And I'm And you can down. still hear like clashing of steel and Uh-huh. Combat noises. Can I yell one thing? You can yell absolutely you can yell a thing. But in the smoke. 
What do you yell? Quick. Oh, you yelled I... in the smoke. That's yeah. what you yelled. Okay. Failing. Right. I'm gonna move down. Right, me and Dara covering this from different angles in case somebody comes through and ready an acid splash. It's and, uh, bad guys come through. Dara's just double ready. He's gonna yell out. I cannot shoot what I, I cannot see. Draw them this way or retreat. And uh, this guy is just going to take another swing into Inori's square. Just kind of hoping she's still there. Who is? Uh, the guy in the smoke. And, oh! Uh, <laughs> I forgot he was there for a second, even though I just said that. You can't see him. Uh, once again, Inori yeah. uh, now trying to turn. Is this the only current threat to you? You turn and bring Siren around right as his short sword comes out of the smoke once again, and you slide his blade off of yours away from your body. Uh, this guy down here is going to take a swipe at Nell. Now that his guard is temporarily down, but guard being down for Nell is a kind of a misnomer. The shield is always ready, and he just can't get around your defense. Inori. I'm going to move uh, to... Shit, he's going to have cover from the wall. Yeah. You'll have neutral cover there. Yeah, you'll both have cover from each other. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I'm going to attempt to attack. As you step, uh, you move down and get a position to swing at this lower cultist and raise Kiaren and... With a hard 19 of 25 on the die, threaten a critical hit. Can we get the confirm? Mm -hmm. 16, we can't, but you hit him. Well, that's the dance a of a thousand smokesticks continues. And you hit him for uh, 10 damage is a solid strike. As you spin around and hit him and the magic blazes along your blade and across the wound, uh, singeing and deepening what would normally be a relatively superficial cut. Uh, he uh, staggers back further down this southern hallway, reeling from the blow as Nell steps up to end him. Let's give him solid swipe. Same as before. 22. Uh, 22. You bring the axe down as he's exposed to a killing blow opened up by Inori. Give me that damage. You are not throwing this smokestick today, my boy. 12 Ooh. damage. And you crash this man against the wall with a hand axe. And he physically <laughs> bounces off the stone and slide just crashes down onto the floor. Baylor. I still don't know what's going on. I'm staying ready. You hear a man dying gurgle, but still fighting. And you continue to ready, and Dara continues to ready, uh, as you still just haven't seen anything until a cultist emerges from the smoke. 
you, so you were first, Villar. Give me your acid splash. Melt his face. I mean, the, I don't think the odds are bad. <laughs> you had to say that. Yeah, that's why you don't say yeah. that. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> he got a 12. A no crit, but you hit him with the acid splash. Impact is more important than death. Yeah, I mean, you, you do some amount of damage. That is more than zero. That is five, actually. That is max damage. As you hit him with this amplified ball of acid. And Dara, finally able to contribute, takes his two shots. One with a 20 and 11 damage. And then the second... Missing because this dude is already a corpse falling down to the floor. I was about to say, I don't <laughs> think he needs the second. Yeah, he, he did not account for the body dropping at the acid and the second bolt thudding into him. So we'll go ahead, because Joe's not here, we'll say the crossbow bolt hit first, and what do you do, Baylor? We'll give you the kill. The there kill here. I see him get knocked off balance by that, uh, that uh, crossbow bolt. Just acid him right in the face. Make him look like Dara. <laughs> Imagine it's going to be a little bit worse than Dara as the skin just burns away from the man's face and he drops his sword and clatters to the ground as he just reaches in agony, silent agony, as his throat and his face just burn away up to the bleached bone, poking through and just collapses onto the floor, twitching only for uh, a moment more before his body finally lies still. These cultists here seem prepared. They're prepared, they're trained and skilled, and have resources at their disposal. They fight as a unit, together, and using any advantages they can get a hold of. And as the smokesticks start to fizzle out across the floor here, just to kind of realize what you're up against. But you've it's won. A shame. For now. Despite all of their ambush and planning and whatnot, they weren't prepared for some doors. We're prepared for the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, real quick, these guys just right here around me, I'm just going to give them a quick search over. Uh, looking through them... Their swords and armor are of extremely fine make. Uh, they have clearly spent the expense and the effort to acquire good and powerful armaments. And though they don't appear to be magical, they're expertly crafted. Uh, they each have a Masterwork short sword, a Masterwork chain shirt, and this silver unholy symbol on their cover buns, as well as, at this point, one smokestick apiece, because they each threw one. Uh, they each got one smokestick, Five tender twigs, five gold, and three potions apiece. Okay, so... Knowledge that symbol. Oh, the 23 
Okay, knowledge religion, this one would be easy for you to recognize. This is far from the halfling god of assholes we experienced previously. No, Norgorber is much more common. And at a glance, you recognize his marking. Each of them has this simple silver mask, almost. It's the, with the, uh, the, the one glowing sparkle where one eye should be. Uh, white painted, uh, just a white paint on the black of the rest of the mask and a barren across the other side. So I'm going to take all of their armaments and equipment. Okay. Can you carry all that? That's several short swords. Not, not literally take it oh, all. Like... I'm, I'm taking it off of them and I'm going to put it all over here towards where we came in. Like, I just, I want the, the swords and the armor away from their bodies. Makes sense. No way to get it away. Nori, were you wearing a chain shirt? Uh, yeah. Well, these are so master wear chain shirts. I would like one of those, then. Now, master wear armor only reduces the armor check penalty by one. It's not super fantastic, but it's better than nothing. So why not? So, I guess... So what's that change for the 80s, if it's masterwork? For what? The new chain shirt. Minus one to the armor check penalty. Minus one to the armor check penalty, yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. I'll put that in there. Because masterwork, so... So, I'm going to put this in chat for now. I'm going to put what I'm leaving by the door over there, just so we can be kept track of. Okay, yeah, put it in the chat so it'll still be there for us later whenever we want to look at it, whenever it's necessary. We should take a look at those potions. They had well, two short swords apiece? The one short sword apiece. Okay. Oh, I didn't do uh, as you approach and you kind of gather around here, let me clear out this initiative table. We don't need this anymore. Uh, you can see that the child in the far chamber has moved much closer and is now perched up on the closest chair, uh, leaning up over the table, trying to just get a view down the hall of what's happening, where you just killed four men. She doesn't like to be older than nine or ten. Um, I'm gonna... Try. Where exactly is the kid? The closest one right to us, right here, where there's dead bodies. Yeah, over here. She's no, she's in the other room. She didn't come into this room. Oh, she's she not moved even down in the, room. the edge of that room. Yeah, and she's in the far room, like it's down this earthen hall, just kind of watching murder happen. Well, while I'm taking a few minutes to do this, um, I suppose I can take a look at some of their potions. So, do they look like they're carrying the same type of stuff? Each of them. Uh, each of the they have two, or they have two two types that is very clearly visible. As they have two glass flasks, uh, with the glass itself dyed almost a deep uh, rosy pink, and then a third one that is more of a tan, kind of a dark brown. Be 20, 20 tender twigs if you care. Uh, no. Each of them, <laughs> each of them has a very simple label on them that doesn't say what it is but simply a date 
that is about 12 years from now. So two different potions. Yeah, they each have two of the rosy ones and one of the dark brown ones. The dyed glass. Alright, so first one is for the the couples, and then the second one is for the singles. Okay. So with the, uh, with the 19, you determine that each of the rosy glass flasks is a uh, uh, with a taste and a rush of relief, a potion of cure light wounds. So you have eight of them total on these bodies. Oh, damn. The second set, the darker brown ones, appears to be something a little more obscure, a little less common. A potion of hide from animals, which you have four of. Huh. And that is a low-level druid spell that does exactly what it sounds like. Um, I suppose each of us can take a hide from animals potion if we want it. I mean, I'm going to take one. I doubt I'll use it, but... It's worth knowing that hide from animals is, while a fairly simple magic, much more useful than it sounds. Because if you you don't know what that spell is, it's not like... It's foolproof. It's not like a plus to your stealth or whatever. You are invisible to animals, period. They can't smell you. They can't tremor sense you. They can't blind sight you. They can't, like, life sense you. You are absolutely undetectable to animals. Any animals. CR-20 animals. And that's why I didn't drink two. You drink one of the potions and heal for nine. So we have two, you think? Everybody up two? There's eight? I have three still on me. If other people need them more, I cannot take some of these, because... I mean, you might as well carry two. Uh, There's no reason to I have three on me. No, I'm saying just take your two for now because the chances of us needing to or getting the opportunity in combat to drink multiple potions is unlikely. I did it. <laughs> just I was about to say, you mean like what just happened? I mean, I don't expect most combat to be like this. These guys were fairly easy to lead around. They they had and a as strategy. As you're looking through this, uh, out of the corner of your eyes, you look, you can see the child still kind of like keeping close to a wall but really slowly moving down the hallway towards the lot of you who stops at a small bend in the earthen tunnel uh, peering around at the carnage left in this room well i guess i'll handle it I mean, I, I'm not exactly good with just it. That, that's not my forte. The, the child over here, and you know, I do want to come closer if you're approaching. You don't want to don't want to come in here. It's don't don't yeah. Noise not uh, best with the, the the kids. She uh she's kind of like peeking around the edge of this this tunnel here. There's like a just a cur- a little jagged curve in the uh, the dirt, and she's just like got her hands on. She's just peering at it, not really hidden, pretty much entirely exposed. Kids think they're way more hidden than they are most of the time, and she looks and just kind of shakes her head, and uh, that was loud. It did get it did get rather loud. It did, uh, but the bad men are gone now. 
Where are your parents? Um, my daddy's upstairs. It was. Is he still there? Does he go by the name of Smiles? No. I don't know His then. Belly. Belly. He's, uh, he's tall. He's about as tall as, as, as you at that one. And she points back uh, towards Belly in the hall behind you. He's got really dark, fuzzy hair. And he's got a beard. And she makes like a little gesture with her hands. Uh, just kind of like make a, go- a goatee almost. But just a little beard. Just, and he's, uh, and she goes on to continue describing him as one of the uh, initiates you'd killed upstairs. Oh. Well, I mean, if she would describe him as such, I suppose, would it be better? Hmm. I'm going to try to lie to her and say we haven't seen him, I guess. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe a bluff. <laughs> That's definitely yeah. a bluff. Where did bluff go? It's over here. <laughs> you are not. You're not uh, feeling lying to this kid right now. Uh, not, I don't want to. Yeah, you you like kind of half heartedly like, oh, we no haven't seen him yeah it's really obvious even to a nine-year-old girl with a hard one and a total of three on your bluff check that you're lying and she's like she just kind of like sort of confused okay um can you take me upstairs uh, where, how about your mommy? Where's your mommy at? Um, I don't know. Maybe she'll get, will she cock for you? How long has it been since you've seen her? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna sense motive just because it's a little girl in a weird place she okay. shouldn't be. You are not you human. Have, you get a 13 on your sense motive. She seems like she doesn't know. Uh, Dara would also kind of come in here, but he's going to keep his distance, both out of suspicion and he doesn't really like I'm going to say Dara probably doesn't like kids. He's a military guy. This is not his area of expertise. If your uh, father left you down here, you should probably stay here until he says otherwise. I don't think we should um, bring you upstairs. And she she starts coming out a little bit. And she she seems she's not afraid. You just killed all these people. She's not afraid. She just seems more confused. And you, you're not sure if this is insanity or if she's just Literally, her to not see if she has a symbol. Understand, she does not have. 
all this stuff. I'm, I'm worried she's going to turn out to be some kind yeah. of fucking caster. Like, but I'm going to step up probably... and, and, and take a knee in front of her. So she, I, I, so, she'll move up to you. And um, I, I'll ask her, so uh, do you want to see a magic trick? She just looks kind of con concerned, but nods, and it looks past you to all the uh, people laying on the ground behind her, or behind you. But and she points at him and says, um, what happened with Pisces? Uh, pointing at the guy that's near the entry of the hallway. Is, is he okay? No, uh, Pisces not okay. Um, he looks tired. He's he's definitely sleeping, and of sorts. See, we're we're adventurers, and we're here to 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 save a damsel in distress. And uh, you know, you know how when you when you hear the the the, the old the Zekin tales, you know, there's always. There's bad guys, there's good guys, there's the hero, there's the damsel, all that. Sometimes the bad guys die. Sometimes the good guys die. You know, they they she's just annoyed looks back to everybody. Is this she's a just, magic trick? No, 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 no. The magic trick is far more important than this. And uh Nori whisper a couple of words and hold her hand up. She's like, just touch my hand. And I'm going to cast light when she touches my hand on her. And uh, she looks kind of confused for yourself and touches your hand. And you say a magic word and move your hand around hers and cast light on her hand. And her hand just starts glowing. And she pulls it back and looks at it. And she looks kind of, uh, kind of uh, entertained. It's like, oh, that's, that's, that's magic like the gray man does. That's right. He taught me a magic trick. Do you want to see? Look, and she uh, turns around, like, petting her little dress. This doesn't have any pockets. Like, she's trying to find something. And uh, she can't find anything. And she looks around on the floor around her and just bends over and picks up a little pebble just off the ground and holds it up in front of her face. And says, you want to see? I, uh, you know, I don't like magic so much, kid. No, 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 look. And uh, she takes the pebble and drops Just, it on I'm the ground. I'm super suspicious of this. <laughs> I'm I mean, super suspicious. I don't know suspicious. what you're sensing. She's not saying I don't, anything. I'm getting nervous, can, like, too. Sense like, is she being an innocent with the magic? Like, actually wanting to show us a magic trick? Well, she actually wants to show you a magic trick. Whether it's an actual magic trick or not is a question for another day. But she, she drops the pebble down the ground. And, uh, why did you guys do this? Hang on for one brief moment. Summon Monster 5. It's not Summon Monster 5. Calm down. But, I want you... This is, this is going to be interesting. So you're going to have to, it's just me and you in the chat right now. You're going to have yeah. to help me figure this out with them because you got to play this with me 
You're in combat right now, but it doesn't look like it to anybody else. So GM roll me initiative. Just like slash GR 1d20 plus your initiative. Uh, So they don't see it. Uh, Slash GR space 1d20? Yes. Plus whatever your initiative is. They have no idea anything's happen happening. This is this is literally does not look like anything to them. Uh they're gonna see the small girl drop the rock, and then well, we gotta start we gotta roll the dice and whatever happens is gonna happen, but this thing is uh not a little girl, <laughs> obviously. Come on. We all knew that. But playing on the uh the good guy, okay, so you get a twelve. I mean, every time I try to be the good guy, I end up getting shit on. That's what bad guys do. They take advantage of the fact that you try to be a good guy. And, uh, she got a 27. Uh, but the first one's gonna be a surprise round, so she's gonna surprise round, and then she's gonna do a thing, and then you're gonna get to go. So you see, as she drops the rock, you look down at the rock for a moment, and then you look up as the rock falls and the visage of this little girl just dissolves away from you. And she doesn't get much bigger. But as she looks up, this blue dress she's wearing uh, kind of fans out a bit. And you look up and you see her head kind of warp and parts of her flesh fall away uh, to reveal almost just like a black spew of thick hairs and just black skin underneath. Her arms split and crack and what look like long spider limbs. Three from each side, three from each arm break out of the skin inside her arms, leaving just patches of the human skin dotted along their length. And she smiles up at you and swings these clawed spider limbs towards you. Now again, you got to work this with me. How am I gonna work? <laughs> she's still I mean you can do whatever you want. Just know she still looks like a little girl to them. So I'm leaving this token and whatever you say, they might see you get hit. But what they see is she drops the rock and you look down at it and she's like Playfully slaps you. And I can act however I want. I just have to convince them that it's not a little girl. Exactly. Because they're going to see her drop it and slap you and laugh. Like, haha, I did a magic trick and she just pranked you. But she turned into a massive spider. Demon porcelain thing. It looks like a, a, it was like a doll of a little girl where the outer shell and skin has cracked away to reveal this horrifying creature. Oh my god. Okay. And she swings. And you are flat-footed. Oh, fuck. And she's going to hit you. And you take six damage. God damn it. Are we still in private? We're still. I'm going to pull them back in a second. Because uh, then she beat you in initiative, so she is actually going to go again also. Because then she gets a full round. Well, then you ain't going to have to worry about reacting when you fucking... I mean, she's got a real decent idea. Uh, We we got past the thing that he... The sword cannot talk, but he can see. 
Who? The sword, Kieran. He can perceive his own shit. Like he see that this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He can see. He can see what's okay. happening. He would see her as a. As I a mean, he might. Some way uh, help me. She swings. <laughs> she swings with one set of claws, and, and another set of claws, and hits you with oh. one, misses you with one, and you take four more damage. And then it would be your turn. So she drops the pebble on the ground. And as you kind of like look down and follow with your gaze, and all of you do, she reaches up and just like gently smacks Inori across the face and giggles. Like she just pulled the shittiest little kid prank that exists on Inori. But you see Inori, uh, you see Inori kind of play into it, and as she hits her, Inori realizes what's happening, and like snaps her head to the side like she just got hit really hard. She's going, Inori's uh, gonna back up, like almost, almost staggering looking, like the, the, like the kid hit her really fucking hard, like more than she thought. Uh, and just look back at our, the party in error. You can see it on her face. Enemy! Enemy! And Anoy's just like pecking right now, pointing at the little girl. Uh, so Anoy's being kind of weird. So let's do this. Um, why don't you guys just draw me an initiative for how you react this for organization. Kid dexterity bonus. Christ. Kids get outrageous stats. I know, they get, they just get a huge dex bonus. Like, children get a massive dex bonus. And, um, and charisma. Is it also charisma? It makes yeah. sense. It's probably also be charisma. It tanks the shit out of everything else, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me roll Dara's. Alright, so that was, uh... That'll be Dara first. And uh, Dara looks at the little girl, and I mean... Saying Inori seems sincere, but he's... Unsure, this one shoot a little girl. He's a uh, he raises his crossbow and kind of just like points it toward her. And uh, little girl, step back. I do not want to shoot you, but I will. Baylor. I huh. I make like a perception check to see if I noticed anything weird about anything that just happened in front of me other than the obvious. Uh, sure, maybe uh just make me a perception check, yeah. As you uh, as you look at this I mean, Inori, all of you at this point, especially Inori and Nell, though, have been struck 
enough times in this encounter that but even with healing from the potions not being fully healed you've got like visible injuries and cuts on your body but with the 23 you are pretty pretty sure you see almost like a rake across uh the top, like upper Anori's chest, and almost a bit of her throat and the bottom of her jaw, that you you don't think was there previously, but you don't say they could have caused it. The little girl. Uh, but she's clearly more injured than she was. Yeah, and the only thing I've seen is her be slapped by a small child. She did get slapped by a small child. Well, I don't know her initiative's insane. I don't know if she's probably got good decks. So I'm going to go with my first instinct. I'm going to cast Webbolt. Sounds good. You're going to shoot. <laughs> oh, there you go. Shoot a non-lethal ball of stop at this little girl. Like, go away. Exactly. I'm going to okay. have to give this girl the same non-lethal I gave to Smiles. <laughs> Punch in the face. Um, so it is a reflex DC 16. Okay. Uh, what does this do? If the creature saves or breaks free, uh, you shoot this thing of webs and it, it, it just blasts at the, uh, the hallway there, the opening and explodes in this like shot of webs. And the little quick, quick, the little kid really quickly reacts and kind of ducks back out of the way, and it sprays across the walls and the floor in front of her uh, before falling harmlessly to the ground. Now, I'm going to say to Anori to back off and let me do my job. Ready to trade places with Anori. Well, we could do that if we like hold turn. Yeah, if he, if he readies and if you want to move, you can uh, use both your actions to trade yeah. places. Yeah, so, all ready to move up in full defense when Anori moves. All right, I'm gonna move back here and do what I do best. So I'll swap you. Swap. That's you, perfect. Yeah, you you both basically five foot step past each other, and I was Nell's ready. Doing what I do best and a goddamn potion. Sears for one, frantically. Potions will keep you safe. Good thing you just got several. Yeah, that one is only a three, though, unfortunately. So you are still quite injured. I also just want to say, what the hell are you guys waiting for? It's a giant demon. Kill it. Still definitely just looks like a little girl to all of you. You, you don't say anything different. Um, the little girl is confused, isn't sure what's happening, and looks like she's kind of starting to get a, a little bit scared. And seeing the large beard man who looks angry and with his shield up and axe in hand, I imagine, but I mean, That's it is full defense. I'm in, I'm in a passive stance. Yeah, you're not like getting ready to punch in the face or anything. She is 
going to step up towards you. With really just no idea what's going on. She she looks very, very confused. And uh, as she steps up... No. You see the... I'm going to describe this briefly like I did Shenmue. You see her arms shatter and spider limbs sprout out of them, three or four from each arm, uh, like it was breaking out of the inside of a porcelain doll, and parts of her face crack and fall away, and you can see eyes and insectile hairs poking it's this through. thing. And she swipes at you, swi uh, lunges towards you with her jaws, and swipes at you again. And uh, not sure what you're defending yourself from, but very much on the defensive. Uh, you can block one side, but you can't block the swipes coming in from both ends, and you take three damage from one of her sets of claws. Um, Dara, uh, seeing her just kind of step forward and reach out, confused and scared towards Nell, and Nell just, like, freak out and back away, isn't really sure what to do. <laughs> and he's just gonna hold the, the crossbow up again. He didn't shoot! Because he had ready to feel like attacks or does anything, but she's just kind of walking forward. He's gonna ready again. Go! Last warning. Back away. Baylor. I do that perception check again on it happening this time. <laughs> you go for it again. Yeah, you're looking again as she walks forward and Nels like freaks out and starts dodging. Like shadow boxing here you get another 23 another 15 on the die how do you look and you, you definitely do see uh scrapes as uh, nell's shield as he pulls it back and then a small new spout of a uh, blood across his arm as something rakes him something is very very wrong gonna yell at dara no more warnings she's hurting them somehow and I mean, Acid Splash is what I got. <laughs> acid Splash is what we got! This is still... Oh, yeah, that's definitely in 30. Oops. Splasher with Acid. And with a 13... Does not hit her past uh, trying to shoot it through all your friends there, unfortunately. Uh, Nell! I'm going to say back to Dara, no warnings, some kind of monster. And I'm going to say back to the little girl, which looks like a little girl, I'm guessing. Uh, sure. <laughs> you, yeah. You, I, yeah. Looks, looks like a girl still. Yeah. I'm going to intimidate and say that we're going to squash you like the bug you are. Squash you like the bug you are. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, HD plus 10 plus HD plus wisdom modifier. Yes. And every five is additional rounds. Yep. Just shaking for two. All right. Inori. Uh, I'm going to fight someday, guys. I swear. <laughs> Uh, 
Revolution! Yes! That's a good That's a nine. That's about the best potion you can possibly get. Yeah, that's pretty spicy. So you get a big ol' heal out of that. That's pretty useful. Alright. And... She... is going to... giggle again. And as she laughs, she's gonna say, what? Why doesn't anybody want to play with me? And two of you, we'll go ahead and start uh, lifting the veil here, because I feel like at this point, Baylor has figured out something that's horribly wrong. Uh, two of you will see her cast, uh, start casting a spell, and she casts it defensively, shying back and protecting herself with one spray of uh, insectile arms and using the other to cast. And a dagger, it is not weirdly fat like that. Oh. Is going to like a, a phantasmal dagger. What the fuck? Is going to just appear in the air here above Inori. Why can't I find a stupid spell? Oh, I can just click on it or a thing. Right. Ah, oh, cool stat blocks. Thank you, cool stat blocks. I can just read that. All right, hold on. Let me read this. Uh, I, I've been I trying to drink this potion for like two rounds. Okay, and I have it here. All right, and as the dagger appears, it is going to thrust itself towards Inori immediately, uh, swinging on its own without direction. And it's going to stab into Inori. And as this phantasmal dagger strikes you, you take eight damage. Didn't think daggers did that kind of damage. It's definitely slicing through you as if like your armor and your flesh simply weren't even there. Uh, a force of magic more than physical might. Dara is going to take the uh, step down and in initiative to just ready to do anything. Double he's tap. He's going to fire twice. Yeah, he's just going to double tap this at this point. Clearly, clearly things are wrong. The magic daggers are appearing now. He doesn't know what this little girl is, but he is no longer interested in waiting to find out. And he is going to tap once and tap twice. And he's just not getting... He's, like, kind of, sort of conflicted internally. He's shooting at a little girl. He doesn't know how to feel about this. And uh, both his bolts just uh, trying to get around now clatter off the hallway frame around him. Baylor. All right. I saved it earlier. Now's the time. There's a time to scorch. Yeah, maybe scorching ray this thing. This is a better scorching ray. P 
Please. <laughs> do you have, do you have any more of your glimpse the future things or not? No, I. That's a once a All day right. thing, unless All I right. roll a twenty. Baylor, last second level spell, gonna fire a scorching ray at the little girl. God damn it! I'm gonna give you your future glimpse thing. You see two <laughs> possible futures, and one of them you roll a two. How's the other one looking? Scorching Ray in an effort to not hit your ally here, knowing what it can do, even if it clips his shield, goes wide. And you're shooting at a target that's much smaller than the large man in front of her, and it, go it just blazes over what? into the stone behind her. We have hero points, don't we? <laughs> you have a hero. If you want to yes. spend a hero point, you have. you should have two or three right now. I think I have two. Alright, you want to spend a hero point two. reroll that? This is going to be our first hero point use. I think it's a hell of a time to use it. Yeah, you have two each. This is the first time someone's used one. It's, it's always it's just, just for a reroll, right? It's for a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm going for it. The hero oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Can you confirm? Confirm the hero point hit. 14 million possibilities. Yes, yes I can! Oh, God damn yes, right. I can! God damn right! God point! With a hero point, Baylor focuses, rejects these futures, and creates his own destiny, shooting a ray directly into little did he know the face of the monstrosity. Guys, as a little girl before him and crits her with a scorching ray. Roll me a spell resistance check. God damn it. No. Yelp. Dice don't fail us Not now. Not like this. One more. You got one more game, my boy. Oh, no. Use your second hero point. I've been time. That's a hard one. Making your own destiny. <laughs> I don't Come think on. that's going to overcome her spell resistance. In for a penny. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. I am drained. The, the dice are too powerful. I get there, her spell resistance. So close again. So far. No. A shame. I'm going to ready the next time that this creature starts casting. I'm going to bop it in the face. That sounds like a good plan to me, Inori. Phantasmal Dagger. Can I? All right. It looks the same as the shimmering shields that were protecting the cultist earlier. It's like a sparkling, dull gray creation of pure energy. It's like a, almost like a crystal floating jagged dagger. That's just jabbing towards you on its own. Okay, well, that's a little better than what I was thinking it was. Can my my weapon is magical? Can I kill the fuck out of this thing with a sword? Mm, why don't you make me a spellcraft check? Mm -hmm. You've always been pretty good at that, at identifying. Why, things. Now, why so would you say that right now? Uh, well, because I'm trying to figure out what it is. I mean... Oh, no, he's no, I meant talking to him. Oh. Yeah, see? You're pretty good at identifying. 
magnifying things. Yeah, so with a, with a 21 on your spellcraft, uh, you aren't sure what spell this is. You couldn't see it cast, but you're... You, well, I guess actually, no, you do. You do see her as what she is. You saw her cast a spell. It's divine. You, you're not familiar with divine magic. But this thing here is a construct of force energy. And uh, force magic uh, just striking it. It's like hitting a wall of force. Just whacking this with a magical weapon wouldn't do anything. Okay. Well, that it hey, would mean like what... disintegrate. Yeah, to get away from, to get rid of it. Uh, is there a roll I can make to let me know if this thing is going to try to attack me if I have to move away from it? Um, with a 21, you can tell that some, whatever magic has conjured this thing is causing it, it's a directed attack at you. And unless it is going to continue to follow and attack you, unless it's cast or directs it to do something else. Okay. That's just my question. All right. I'm sure. The spider has cover for me here, right? Of yes, you both have cover from each other. Damn it. Neutral cover. Yeah, charge back into battle. Uh, double. You, can't, uh, you can't literally try to the table. No, I'm not you can make your way up there. Move, I'm moving my way up. And I'm gonna double buff the sword again. To maybe overcome the cover. Like, as you move, this would move with you. I mean, realistically, it's actually in your square with you. It's not even like occupying a square. It would come almost as if it was like tied to you as you moved. It's not reactively, it's not following you. It's like it is just moving as you move. The sword burning bright. Mm, time to bring some justice into the world. All right, bring me some justice. We could we could use some justice right about now. Boy, oh boy. Justice at all. That's a twelve. There's no justice there. I'm starting to feel like macros are broken. Uh, the girl is going to take a flurry of attacks towards Nell. This, and then this, and then this. And she, uh, again, reaches out with all of her clawed hands and her jaw as she strikes towards you and realizing that your guard is somewhat down now. You see her make a very strange motion. She swings with one set of claws, swings with the other set of claws, lunges towards you with her jaws, and then, in a twitch, strikes back at you with one of the claws again. It doesn't look as if she moved in a natural way that this body could move. It was almost as if all of her arms were dangling from invisible puppet strings, and she had just been pulled around to strike again. Uh, even caught off guard, though, you barely deflect that blow, only taking one hit for three damage from the salvo. Baylor. I'm going to pull out a scroll of dispel magic and try to get rid of that dagger. 
All right, so you draw a scroll of the spell magic, and oh, also I forgot that I also needs to swing too. Thanks for reminding me. Good, good call. You reminded me that I also needs to swing with Nori because it happens on her initiative. The dagger is going to also swing out towards hey, Nori. The dagger misses though. All right, you're good. The dragon scraped. Oh, I'm like, who is that that said that? The chat is on Phantom right now. No, that was uh, that was Mancha reminding me that the dagger exists. Oh, fuck you, Mancha, and thanks at the same time. <laughs> Oh, thank me after I roll this dispel check. <laughs> All right, cast me to spell magic. Uh, you cast a spell magic towards the dagger. That should be it from a scroll. And with a 22, the dagger winks out of existence as the magic you're, leaves the scroll in front of you. And the you're the main character, always. Losing its power. I would have been the main character if I overcame spell resistance last time. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so, I'm so sad. All right, uh, Dara is going to just continue firing. He's going to take the uh, the one step down in initiative. He just keeps shooting with his crossbow here, uh, but he's shooting through bodies, and he's having a difficult time dealing with it. He's having a, a difficult time dealing with it, rolling a nine and then rolling another nine, and uh, both of these bolts just blank off around the uh, the walls around the little girl. Uh, now. Well. Keeps on hitting me. I think I'm just gonna... Just gonna deliver a, a solid combat expertise hit. Okay, hit it back. Now with a 15, you're gonna raise your shield up and try to keep yourself safe from this insane onslaught and just kind of swat your hand axe toward it. But your giant door shield... Is as much in your way as it is theirs as you try to just cautiously strike around it. Anori. Reload and roll 20. It, like, crashed on me. It did that to me once earlier, too. Uh, what do you want to do, though? Is it just you're going to attack? Yeah, I'm going to try to hit it again. Loading the hundreds of things. <laughs> Yeah, it did that to me earlier. That was sort of weird. I don't know what that was about. It just kind of like crashed. Okay. It just like totally crashed all the way out to the uh, the desktop and relaunched it again. Does Dex factor into my attacks too? Uh, if you attack with Dex, you Your attack strength with strength, right? Now. Yeah, and I don't think so. I'm just trying to make some kind of reasoning out of why my shit's always so low anymore. Uh, because you are rolling fours and fives. <laughs> okay. You have a plus five, plus six to your attacks if uh, Karen's magical. Otherwise, it's plus five. Unless you have any feats or anything. You have weapon focus, so you have plus six or plus seven if it's, uh... Yeah, your macro is off by one. You should have a... Well, actually, is Karen magical right now? Do you have the plus one bonus on it? I added one specifically for the roll, like in the, the pre Then your macro is one off, because you should be hitting one higher than that. Uh, but that does still miss trying to battle around okay. the corner. Okay, I'll, I'll fix the macro then. Alright, uh, this is the last turn of the little girl being shaken here. And she is just going to continue to giggle and just swing at everything with Nell. 
and she is going to uh, again you you catch one claw for four damage just slowly whittling through the door Baylor. I'd hate to see what was happening to anyone else standing here <laughs> it would be a bad time I'm sure and it was just a continued onslaught of attacks with all of these spider-like appendages. Not to mention the fangs that are now just punctured through the shattered face of what was once a young girl. This has to look very strange. Yeah, because it's a little girl and you're just seeing him... You're just seeing her, like, slap at him, basically. She's, she's just slapping at him. But he's just taking a lot of damage from the slapping. Well, acid splash. Well, acid splash. No acid flash. No acid flash today, my friend. That is a today's dice might be the most depressing thing I've ever witnessed. Oh, no. The worst. There's bad dice and there's this, this all day. You know, the whole defense doesn't seem to be doing anything for me. Whether I am or am not against this individual, I'm still getting tapped here and there. Yeah, it is deflecting go a lot of damage. it. Like, oh, she's only she's swinging all these claws, and you're taking like a a good hit in each flurry. So you're deflecting most of it, but it is only one AC. Yeah. So I'm gonna go for damage instead of AC. Is it power attack time? It is. Uh, a that's 20. a twenty. That definitely connects. And this damage is at plus two. And so that's eleven. 11 damage and the little girl. Dara is going to take the hit again. To once more. Just double tap. Maybe he'll hit one. He hits one. That's a 19, which is a crit threat, which he still hasn't fixed. But I guess he hasn't really had little Tony in a while. So that's, that's fine. Uh, he confirms the crit. And everything he has multiplies, so I'm guessing it'll just do that whole 11, because he doesn't have anything that doesn't multiply on the shot. Didn't then, on those buttons the thing not work? Or... It's whatever your weapon is set to. I can actually fix that on his thing. Uh, and then he misses the second shot. Let me see. That might be too low. No, he's exactly inside point blank range. That's exactly what he needed. He hits the girl for 11 more damage. Inori. Those of you who are seeing the spider beast for what it is are seeing that just more and more of the porcelain from these crossbow bolts and these hand axes are just starting to chip and flake away. And a thick black blood is starting to ooze from whatever this creature really is underneath. I'm going to have to watch this VOD, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. I got no discussion. God damn it. Uh, Nori is... Uh, injured and somewhat terrified and just unable to mount a good attack around this corner and is going to five foot step back. Uh, the girl going to pause for a moment and stamp her feet. I just yell, it's no fair! You're bigger than me! And defensively cast another spell. What is the C? Uh, what's the DC to cast defensively? Fifteen plus double 15 spell level. Fifteen plus double spell level. She loses it. I did my job. Yep, she actually loses a spell. Uh, Baylor. 
Uh, splash. 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 <laughs> Baylor, what do you think? It's acid time. I'm pretty sure 14 hits her touch. 14 does not hit her touch. No. <laughs> she got all that dex. She's very dexy. Because so, she's just a little girl as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, that was very obvious to me that she just tried to cast a spell, right? She tried to cast a spell and trying to keep herself safe. Uh, she pulled a bunch of her limbs back and you uh, threatening her, she lost it before she could complete the cast. You can see that happening, yes. Okay, I'm going to intimidate the spider and I'm going to say look at you unable to even hold your magic if you think i'm a threat come in here and play with my other friend and she's gonna five foot step up with you as you move oh that's perfect actually inori i'm going to five foot step up to a spider and I am going to do the two-weapon fighting maneuver. The uh, spell combat? Yes. Or spell strike, rather? Or spell combat? Or both. <laughs> or both. No, what are you doing, spell man? Just... It's going to be a melee, and then instead of doing the touch through the sword, I'm just going to actually try to touch her. All right, so you guys give her two good whacks. And uh, the first is going to be a regular whack, and the second one's going to have magic in it. But you got to cast the magic. You still have to cast defensively first, right? Well, it's a touch thing. directly into the sword. I don't... You still have to cast a spell, though. That's how you finish the spells. You cast into your sword. But I'm pretty sure you still have to cast defensively. So we're going to be a first swing first. Okay. That's why... Uh, combat casting is so useful for magis because you have to cast defensively so much. God damn uh, So 15 doesn't hit. And then give me... Do you want to cast defensively or just provoke? If you provoke and she gets she gets a swing at you, and if she hits you, you have to make the check in. I, I gotta cast defensively because I have the combat casting. Yep, so maybe you're casting defensively, roll. So make concentration check with your plus four from combat casting. You're learning the secrets of magic here today, my boys. It'll roll concentration, but it's gonna be four higher because I don't think it could be the option. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. So really, concentration will add four. It actually even says on your thing. So that's a 24, <laughs> so you're more than fine. You cast a spell into your sword, and you swing your sword again. You cast a spell and discharge it as you pull back from the first strike, readying your second. And with a 25, you hit her with the charged sword. So you hit her with the sword and the spell. So you get what? Shocking grasp? The chill touch. Uh... You get chill touch and your sword hit on her. Let me just. That's the chill touch. Ooh, get back. So your chill touch does six negative energy damage. Yeah, she still takes damage, negative energy. Okay. And she has to make a fortitude save, or she loses a point of strength. There's DC 14. She fails that, so she loses a point of strength, and then you have the sword damage still. Which is eight. And as you hit her and you see this ice 
rocket through her. Uh, with Dari's ready, technically she would go first because he moves past her now. She is just going to pout again. I just, no, 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 no. It's not fair. I don't like the lights. Holy shit. Cast another spell. <laughs> Scare the dogs. <laughs> Scare the dogs. Yeah, I scared the shit out of my dog, man. And this time, she is going to succeed at casting defensively. And she is going to plunge the area around her into supernatural darkness. So. At a minus two. Yes. That's a, that's a super, it's like a really easy one for me. I know, but. The first time. So I'm going to put this here. If you are in this circle, spoilers, it's all of you, you are blind. And the room is now plunged into supernatural darkness. Uh, because this is the this is higher level than the light spell, so it overrides the light spell. Because light's a cantrip. I don't think there's a darkness cantrip. And uh, Dara now is going to get his two shots, but plus a 50-50 mischance bonus. 45-55 mischance. 45! He only needs a 46 to hit her because he has Dignity's Barb. Okay, so here's the first shot. It matters. He's just firing at that square. Uh, he hits the square. Let's roll the second one. That's a 26. And a 22. Here's where we hit all the dice. Yeah. So he's got two hits. Yeah, here, there it is. But he needs a 46 plus to hit her because he ignores 5% of concealment chance. So here's the first one. 85. GM rolled down an accent. Oh, that's an 85, though. I'm so used to just slash GR. And 39. So he hits one of them. And he had how much damage? That was the first one, so he hit her for six. Baylor, you can't see anything. The room is completely dark to you. Well, it just happened, and I figure she's still in the same spot. Splash! Uh, Probably no splash. 15 is the touch, so give me a 50-50 oh, on the splash. We have divined exact lethal on the touch attack. Oh, that's a 52! It's 51 or higher! So it hits her with the acid splash. Give me that damage. Three damage. Hit her for three. Now. Um, I know where she's still at. She could have five foot stepped afterwards. You don't know. I'm specifically not moving the token because you. I'm just leaving it there for the aura because I don't feel like going through. I'm actually using a token on the GM layer for where she actually is. But uh, you have I can no idea. assume with all the impacts I'm hearing near me, it sounds like she's Probably where yes. she was. Oh yeah, spell resistance on the acid splash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be, I think, more mad than not if I do get through this. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know yeah. that's what's gonna happen here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you got her. No, you're up. I'm going to deliver another power attack to the same area. Swing into the square. Bring her the fuck. It's okay, that's I a can't hard see. one. And Nori, do better than that. Uh, that's asking a lot for me today. That is apparently asking a lot for all of you today. It has been, uh, that's a hard one again. I can't, I, well, there's been a lot of crit threatens, but I feel like none of them have been confirmed or spell resist checked. <laughs> so it's like, all the good things that have happened have been neutered and there's been so many hard ones and so many like two to five rolls today. So I'm also using my movement to move to intercept in case Baylor gets attacked. Oh yeah, acid splash is infected by spell resistance. You're hitting it with a physical ball of acid. So be even more mad that you made this far as this Yelp. And Ari, roll up with a 21 to hit. This still has your chill touch in it. Are you just swinging once, or? I can only, I only have one bad. I mean, the other thing is. I mean, are you doing the, okay. If you're not doing the other thing. I don't yeah, that still has your, or... other, Yeah, it's got another charge of chill touch. So you swing it or give me the 50, 50, 100, D100. You need a 51 plus. Well, it actually only discharges if I hit something. That's so. true. You're right. So you only lose the charge if you do hit her. Yeah, so when he hits this, it's going to discharge it. Yeah, roll it. It's a 50 Damn right. Just roll a 51 or higher. It's easy. You got to roll a 51. Ooh, 86. That's a hit. Give me the yes. chill touch and the damage. As you swing past, uh, you swing like a downward stroke, just trying to strike the whole area where she was. And you find only air, and you think you missed until your blade catches her just like a foot off the floor, like she's prone. Uh, she gets a fortitude save, five cold damage and sword damage. And the sword damage is 10. Dara is going to take the initiative hit. Nothing happens to you. You don't hear anything. Baylor. Still in complete darkness. You hear less sound of combat. You don't hear any retaliation from whatever this little girl actually is. You just hear... Now when the Nori's swinging and bolts firing from Dara. And make a perception check. See if I can figure out possibly where anything is. Alright, and you get a uh, 27. If she's moving anywhere, you don't hear her. You stop, and you focus, and you you don't hear. Obviously, you don't see any sign of her anywhere. Dara fires his tube. Well, he's he's actually he's he's he's, he's ready for if she does anything. It's always the default ready, but he doesn't hear or see anything actually. So he's it's actually not gonna fire. <laughs> so he doesn't even hear that she's still. 
over there. He, he's actually gonna gonna. He wouldn't have readied whatever because he can't see her. Uh, he would have readied for if he gets vision over again. The fire is two bolts. So he is actually he hasn't moved. He's still above you and he's still just just holding. So no. Uh, I guess if I didn't hear movement, I am gonna five foot step back forward towards where the spider was, and I'm, I'm guess I'm gonna try and whack it. Just like this is where, as far as I'm aware, it is and was. Yeah, I'm using a different token for position. I'm just leaving it there for the AOA. So yeah, you can just, just swing at it. So combat expertise, just being safe. Uh, keeping yourself very safe. 13. Uh, 13, though, you swing down, and again, just like Inori did, you you swing down and you hit something on the floor. And uh, you can kind of hear your, your axe hit and scrape on the tile flooring at the at, at the room as you strike oh, yeah, whatever did. it is. It's, it's, well, it's prone or flush. You do seven damage to it. Inori. Shouldn't I roll miss? I'm gonna ask Kieran, did we get it? You felt the impact. Is it dead? What exactly does he have for senses? It's the same senses you have, it's right? It's all the same as me, but I mean he actually felt yeah, exactly. attacked. Did it feel dead to you? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he there's like a pause before he replies as you kind of feel him like collect himself wasn't moving could be dead could be a trick well with that advice I am definitely going to uh, sun this thing again <laughs> <laughs> so you swing again at the floor in front of you I'm not going to make you roll you again hit something that's low to the ground uh, just seems prone or just laying there and it doesn't really react and you, you chop through whatever it is I'm, and I'm gonna shout out to the room I think it had and uh, another six seconds pass and nothing nothing from the spider no noise no movements no attacks and uh, Dara calls out, are you sure? I, I cannot see. Miller. I'm gonna fumble backwards. Feel my way along the wall and eventually get out of the darkness. <laughs> Yes, it will reach light there, and you can see behind you just blackness, like a, a maw to the void. Just a supernatural pocket of pure shadow. And I'm gonna shout back into it. The darkness doesn't stretch on forever. There's... You can get out of it if you come this way. And for what it matters, I was going to use the next turn of mine to come into the square and I mean, feel can, around. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. No, I, I'm just moving an issue. No. Yeah. Uh, you you step into, you step forward towards the doorway, towards where the spider child had been. 
and you reach down and you feel it. It's certainly still there, but it's not moving. It's not reacting. It's not doing anything. Even without being able to see this horror, you can feel along the different arms and shattered skin of this abomination, whatever it was. And the prodding and moving bits of it, it's not reacting. If it's a ploy, it's quite committed to the bit. I'm going to go on ahead and drag it out into the light so everyone can get a good look at it. I'm going to fumble my way towards Bellars. So you uh, you heard, you drag it towards where Baylor's voice was. And uh, as you drag it, I took the hour away for now, but Baylor, you can see the wall of shadow begin to move towards you. I, I, I would start screaming, it's moving. I would, yeah. I... <laughs> and, then, uh, <laughs> and then I imagine he stops and <laughs> probably puts it down. <laughs> it doesn't actually take it anywhere. But, uh... Yeah, if someone informed me that's what's happening, I, I would leave it. The, the darkness is radiating from the body. And uh, as ever, as you kind of gather yourselves after another couple, like, uh, few minutes as you back away and cautiously I, I, prod and figure out what's happening. It would disappear eventually. Light returns to the room. And now I, all of you can clearly see this demon, whatever it is, on the ground. This half spider, half doll creature of actual terror. Uh, whatever it is, you say. Rolled over with a crossbow bolt sticking out of an eye socket. What is it? Make me a knowledge planes. That's never good. With a 21, you would only have heard a little bit about this, and only as a servant of one of the more major gods, worshipped as he is in whatever his various domains, the Fantianet is a servitor for Norgorber, and more directly, it's one of the only known physical manifestations of Thamar Gix, the halfling god of assholes. Uh... It plays into everything Thamar Gix stands for. All you know of them is they are some kind of spider-like creature. That that may not be its true form either. No more than the little girl was. But they guise themselves as small children. Uh, fitting in for whatever purposes Gix or his hands need them. And are revealed only to its victims no matter the situation. It allows them to keep up the guys like this for ages, even after claiming multiple lives in a town. Crazy how nature do that. <laughs> I don't think that's nature. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, planes are natural, aren't they? I mean, I guess they're naturally occurring. Natural. Yeah. Yeah, they are I, naturally I, occurring in a different I, dimension. In a diff, literally a different dimension. Like, I don't is know non, if I'm going to give that nature. Well, it's not local nature, but it is natural. 
it's directly divine? The gods like, made it. This is Thamar Gix's version of an angel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's still natural. God still made what it. What are you throwing an attack for? I'm, I'm trying to macro. fix macro. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Absolutely not being able to, though. He's smacking the child on the ground. Stay down. It just needs to be one higher than it is because you should, uh, according to what I have for you, you should have base attack bonus two, strength is three, and you have weapon focus long swords, uh, which should give you plus six total, and seven if you have your sword buffed. But you should have plus six by default. We can fix it afterwards. All right. Uh, although, this is not a terrible stopping point. Speaking of the afterwards. Having yeah. slain the uh, Fantionette and having Nell and the Nori fairly injured. But a we large amount of, of this uh, safe house cleared and a uh, pretty large quantity of potions. You've, as of yet, seen no sign of Martella. But Gix, uh, as far as Baylor knows, has clearly turned this into some divine playground. Uh, what is functionally his form of hell populated with his own demons like these Fantionettes. It's not great. But you are surviving for now. You're holding up against the tide here.